where are the low value men? Like, what are what are all the low value men up to during these trying times? Because the high value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right. I haven't seen. I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. What is up, everybody? Sorry about that. For people who are waiting, um, I'm an idiot. I don't know what the fuck happened, but I went to go press the button I normally press, and then my stream key was gone all of a sudden. Guys, this is the wonderful, wonderful world of self-producing your own thing. Someone says I should delete the old one. Uh, I'm going to do that just to not cause any confusion. Give me one second. Knowing me, I'll probably delete this current video, um, but I don't think I am. All right, we're here. Welcome, everybody, to episode 15 of Low Value Mail. Uh, welcome to all the low value males, the high value males, the low value females, just the people in the world. Um, I'm happy that you all made it. We got a we got a banger of an episode. Uh, welcome to the people on Reddit who are watching, the people on Rumble who are also watching. I don't know if this is just me, but is this the first... And you guys are probably going to be like, this guy's a fucking idiot. But is this the first week that you can make the YouTube chat pop out? Because before I had the whole page open, and now I just have the chat popped open. And I don't have to look at my fucking mug. Um, but anyways, welcome everybody. Uh, we have a fantastic episode in store for this evening. Uh, a couple things before we get started. The Patreon episode. It's, it's the alternate week right now. So... Uh, if you are a member of the Patreon, if you're not, I highly recommend you, um, you join, uh, currently it's $5 a month. I, I renamed, uh, the tier, the scrotes because I thought that was funny. And then, uh, you get an extra episode every week. So this week's episode will be tomorrow afternoon. So for all you Euro trash people, people who don't like staying up so late for the Patreon, unemployed, although that might make it difficult for you to sign up, but you know what I mean? Anyways, tomorrow, 1230 PM Eastern will be the Patreon episode. Uh, if you want to sign up, you can low value mail, or patreon.com slash low value mail. And then also once we hit 500 subs, I will start doing an episode, one of these episodes, like a, just a regular free YouTube episode during the week. So uh, I think that'll be fun. So there'll be one weekday episode and one nighttime episode. Um, and hopefully uh, hopefully that works out. Okay, we got, we got some fun shit uh, to get to. The first thing I want to talk about, and I, I'm going to get to some emails this week because I feel like I've, I've been getting a little derelict on the emails because people are sending in the emails. And then just, you know, with all the abortion stuff and everything, I just, they've been piling up. So we're going to get to some emails today because uh, I feel bad and I appreciate everybody sending in the emails. Uh, first thing, I, I just want a, a quick little thing just because this was funny to me was, um, so I'm sure you guys all saw the, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. They, uh, they, they came out with, uh, they come out with a new one every year. A couple of years ago, they had the first uh, trans, transgender uh, woman on the cover progress for them and then uh this year they had i don't even know if she was she's just like you know she's a little 
little plus size lady. She's not even plus. I don't know. Is she big? And she's not even all of them. There's um, there's uh, Kim Kardashian and then uh, Ciara and then Elon Musk's mother. There are four different ones, right? And then there was this one. But so here's the thing, okay? Nobody fucking... Sports Illustrated is a dying brand. Uh, I, you know, I don't... Do they even make a magazine anymore? I don't... Like, that's where we're at. I go, uh, like, I saw this and I go, oh, they still make a swimsuit? Edition must be really hard to compete with hardcore free pornography. That must be difficult for them because, um, you know, that that's, I guess, what... But I don't know. So they came out with new... So I think they do this stuff. I, I think they go... Because it used to just be, you know, only guys bought. I never... You never see some chick who goes, oh, you check out the new uh, SI swimsuit edition? Pretty racy stuff there. It was, it was literally four guys, okay? And then... I guess they're just like, nobody buys them anymore. Why would you? I guess some people still have Sports Illustrated subscriptions, but I can't imagine a lot of people do. So then they got to pivot, you know, and they know that they can, I don't know, because this is, this stuff of like, oh, we're going to show all this, like uh, what women really look like. It's not a magazine for women. It never was. Like the whole thing with Victoria's Secret, you know, Victoria's Secret they they they're changing their models to to look more like the the population or whatever. And you go, that makes total sense, okay? Victoria's Secret, the end consumer of that product is women, right? It is women, and you know they had their whatever their fashion show where everybody got raped. But besides that, like you know, it was just it was for women. So they go, we're going to change it because you know women literally wear the shit. And you go, that makes total sense. Go for it, no problem here, right? But then the Sports Illustrated, they put this this one, and she's obviously, she's attractive. She's a bigger girl. She's attractive. Um, and then uh, this, the funniest thing, I saw someone in the chat, but Jordan Peterson. So Jordan Peterson, which is honestly, totally disagree with him. He is, that guy needs to fucking log off of Twitter. He's got, I don't know what's going on, but like, I am I like him, but he he's like, he goes and uh Basically, he's like, she's not beautiful. And you're like, okay, relax, man. She's maybe not like fucking Kate Upton or whatever the fuck, but she's not a terrible looking girl at all. Uh, and then and then he, he said something where it's funny because he said that and then he was trending and everybody's like, fuck you, Jordan Peterson. And honestly, I actually disagree with him. You're like, whatever. It's like, you're going to be like, she's not beautiful. She's attractive, right? She's not like the, but again, she's not spank bank material that... Uh, you would find on the likes of a of a Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition from like five years ago. We're not even talking about you know a different era. I mean, I guess it is technically technically a different era. And then he starts tweeting about how he goes. You know what? My life's been so much better off. I think it's time to give my uh, give my password back to my assistant or whatever because I just can't have my Twitter password because my life. I, I was off Twitter and then. Uh, it was just my life was so much better. I was reading, and so I'm going to go back off Twitter. And then literally, I don't know, an hour later, it's just him re- quote-tweeting shit and replying, go, yo, you're back? It's all you can... Uh, yeah, people are like, I'd smash, obviously. But the funny thing is, so I just tweeted a joke. And look, I tweet these things knowing that it's going to rile some people up. But at the end of the day, it's a joke. That's where the That's where we start. That's our starting point with this stuff, right? Is It's a joke. And then... But so I just tweeted, I go, at this rate, I uh, I am going to be on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover next year, right? And now I don't literally believe that. The, the, I love that because then I had a, I guess I got into some sort of like, 
obese women Reddit thing or something. I got somewhere. I am a scrot, by the way. I'm, I'm realizing even that I'm talking about this. I go, I am a low value male scrot. But uh, I, they started tweeting at me and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, you think you you really? N- nice try. Uh, I don't think so. I'm like, yeah, obviously the, the joke is. But at the same point, the fact is, is if you take like, you know, if you just line up in a linear fashion, every person who's ever been on the cover of sports illustrated swimsuit edition like almost like the uh you know like the cro-magnon man or whatever where they show him like turning from like a like an ape into a human like if you line them up i'm on that i'm on that timeline thing i'm a few away i'm we're like we're getting closer to me than we are getting further away from me right and that's the only point i was making is that and we are because again you go at what point in the you know the whole thing are they gonna be like okay we did all the women i mean men wear swimsuits it's not females in swimsuits it's just the swimsuit edition right so anyways uh that's all i said made a lot of people mad i had yeah like there were and again i it's like that's a a win for me is making people mad so but it was it was uh i i mean i think i have a shot too I, i i've never been in my life, and, and I say this as a joke, but I also say this very seriously, there has never been any point in my life, adult life, where I've been closer to potentially being some kind of model. And I don't mean like an adult diaper model, because I've seen the guys who model adult diapers. I could do that. I don't know how you get that gig. If anybody knows... Um, let me know because I, I will be the dude on the cover of the adult diapers that depends in the grocery store. But I mean, it's it's just a fact. I am I've never been closer. So and I don't know why that upsets women. And the best part is they they were tweeting and they go. It, it was almost like the uh, what is it like the Wojak the meme where it's crying but with, with the happy face but crying behind because they were like oh, we're not mad we're just laughing at you and you go you seem pretty mad. I didn't even want to say that because I go they they do seem mad and I didn't want to really get into it but. They seem really mad. So uh, the title of this episode, the title of this episode is uh, someone saying I radicalized the Buffalo shooter. That's what I'm going to get to because we are in a race war. God damn. I need a good soundboard, right? Because wouldn't it be sick if I had like race war 2022 bring the pain. Um but yeah, we we are. Uh, it seems like we're been in a race war. It is a race war. I remember when I was in Canada too. I was watching it from here, from from Canada, America. I go, there's something brewing. And I will say, I don't think there's ever not been a race war. I, I think races have kind of always really not got along, uh, and not always. They currently don't anywhere in the world. There's nowhere where people are just living in harmony. You know, there's maybe more so than other places. But nowhere where it's just like, it's all good. You know you know what I mean? But so the Buffalo shooting, um, which it is one of those weird things about living in America. It, it was, it was uh, because it, you just, it is just one of those things that happens here. It's not a thing that happens anywhere else. Like Canada, the closest we had is we had the similar guy, but he wasn't, he was an incel. He wasn't uh, a white supremacist. He was just an incel. And then he rented the panel van and he um, ran over... He killed 10 people in uh, on Young Street in Toronto, right? So they, uh, 
you know, it happens in other stuff like this, but not the shooting, not the not the specific shooting. It seems like a very specific thing that happens in America. Um, and I, I was really shocked with how inept the news was on this one. And, and like normally when something like this happens, the news is instantly they're like it was a white guy when it's a white guy. It's like there's like it's a white guy. It's a hate crime, all this stuff. But then I started seeing many news outlets who were saying, oh, we're still investigating whether there's like a potentially was a hate crime. Was it race motivated? And then on Twitter, people are like, this guy's manifesto is kicking around. I clicked on it. Like literally within 30 seconds, you're like, yes, I, uh, I found the, uh, I found a zip code where it was the highest density of like black people near me. And you're like, okay, it's open and shut case right here. Uh, pretty, pretty clear within a minute. That that's what he was going for. And the guy, I read a bit of it. The guy was fucking a nut job. This guy was really real nut. Real nut. Uh, but he he did not like Jews. He did not like... He, Jews were the ones he hated the most, actually. Um, It was... It's so funny, too, because I was reading and he's like, he hates Jews. It's just like they're the... They're the worst or whatever. And then, um, you know, and he's just like, they control everything. And you're like, do you think... Does it look like I control everything? I'm doing a green screen. I love that when people go, oh, Jews run Hollywood. I go, I'm doing a fucking radio show on YouTube in an apartment. Uh, and the one funny thing I'll say is, which you think if you're Sam Hyde, you go, fuck. But he 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 put in the literally at the very top of it. He goes, here's my photo if people want to use it. And it was a photo of Sam Hyde. So, um but yeah, so it's it obviously a very uh, tragic thing that's happening, and uh, it's it is interesting too because you know it, it it's the media makes it seem like this is so one sided, but the that Christmas massacre thing in Waukesha is that how you pronounce it in Wisconsin, um, Waukesha I don't know, but that was a race motivated hate crime as well, right? And then this guy I didn't realize until literally like twenty minutes ago I was doing some research, but. This guy put he wrote the one of the names of one of the victims of that on his gun, which is I don't I don't get why, but you know the fact is is that you know like they they need to be both I guess fairly reported, and I know they're not, um, but you know i think i'm not i don't want to say like the media is like to blame in any of this cuz they're not like it's not their fault but they're definitely not helping because their business model is just like you know dividing people riling them up and then you know you're going to get stuff like this but again it's also an america specific thing because um you know you're only getting this shit in america i don't i don't know anywhere where you're getting this kind of thing um and I, I mean, again, this is a question because we had a, uh, when the Brooklyn shooter, remember that subway shooting, which feels like it was fucking 10 years ago happened, uh, which some also hypothesized that that was also a racially motivated, um, crime, which they just, again, they just sweep it up. They go, even if it was, you just, you never hear about it again because, you know, I feel like corny even saying this because it's obvious, but it's just like, uh, it doesn't fit any sort of narrative for, um, you know, one chunk of the news to say like, hey, this is uh this is, you know, a uh, race. The only time it does is if it's a, I think like, cause the Asian thing, all the Asians were getting pushed in the tracks and that was seemed to be racially motivated. 
And then they didn't, they just were like, Asians are getting pushed, but they didn't really say who was doing the pushing, um, which you think would have been uh, helpful. But we were talking about gun control with the Frank James thing. And, and, you know, I wonder, again, is this an argument for looser? Because, you know, again, it's, and it's all, it's like the abortion thing. It's a, it's a, it's a tricky one. But is this potentially an argument? Because I guess in Buffalo, it's not that easy to get guns. Um, and uh, I really would have loved to just as a hypothetical if he went to like somewhere in like, you know, the Bronx where, you know, people were heavily armed to see what would have happened. Probably not the same thing. I imagine uh, not the same thing. And then the lamest thing that I've seen, which is I've seen this a lot. I've seen this from people I know, too, which is insane, where there's people go, there needs to be uh, there needs to be more Internet censorship. I've seen this many times where people are saying we need internet censorship. We need it now. We need internet censorship. Now, the only one fair thing I'll say is uh, Mayor Adams, the New York mayor, when the Brooklyn shooter, uh, when he got caught, he said the same thing. He's like, because the guy was all crazy on YouTube. But you're like, how are you supposed to, uh, how are you, how the fuck are you supposed to like, um, moderate the internet it's too big it's too many people like what every time a photo of sam hyde comes up it flags someone and then what some manual review like do you i mean i guess there's the department what is it the department of disinformation or whatever maybe they could take a crack at it i I have no idea but the idea that like you're gonna stop this i don't know you're you're not the only way you're gonna stop this is if someone sees it and then they go report it but again i read the thing the guy didn't give any sort of like uh, identifying information of where he was going. So, and then also he had been, you know, he's the classic like he had told of all these people's therapists or whatever that he was going. He wanted to kill someone, and he told everybody at school. Like that's where you you don't need internet censorship. You need to be like, hey, you know that weird kid at high school who keeps threatening to uh, kill people and shoot up a mall? Go follow up on that. Maybe just go. You know, fall, but you know, there's just there's too many people. There, there is. It's just, it's impossible. Yeah, Facebook can't. Facebook, I, I can't remember. I was listening to that guy Antonio Garcia Martinez on Joe Rogan, and he was saying, I can't remember what the number was, but there's like, you know, there's like four hundred thousand posts on Facebook a minute or something. Like, how are you supposed to moderate that? Uh, they're obviously working on, you know, some sort of AI. But again, it's like, so what? Like, if if that kind of doesn't work then the police just get called four million times i don't know so uh what is what is danny slurping back there i got a spin drift spin drift uh raspberry lime they don't sponsor the show and if they did before this they definitely don't now anyways um all right we're gonna read a couple emails that's all i wanted to uh get to we're gonna read a couple emails again sorry for starting late um i had some tech issues and i had tech issues last week and my whole life is fucking tech issues Maybe I'm going to start a, a new show called Tech Issues, where I have tech issues. That's a very meta show. The whole show is just me having tech issues. I never get to the show because I'm trying to start the show. It's almost like if you ever remember the Mr. Show sketch uh, with the pre-taped Colin show. If you've never seen that, holy shit, go watch that sketch. Not right now. Not right now. We got a show. But definitely another time. Okay, so let's read a couple of emails, and then we're going to open up the phone lines. This one is um, from, I don't know who this is from, uh, Plink. I'm going to say Plink. Uh, 
A girl was texting for a few days, went dark for a week, then started texting me back. I thought I was pushing too hard to meet up for a date, but now we're talking about dumb shit. How will I know the best time to ask her to meet up? I've only landed an IRL date once since 2020 from a dating app. I've already doubled the number of dates I've had last year, but I haven't been on one in over a month. I also got a funny story about Call of Duty 3 and why I ended up listening to your show. It's weird. This is almost like a call. Because the end party goes, I got a funny story. And go, okay, well, we're never going to hear your funny story about Call of Duty 3. I hope it's good. Anyways, in terms of when do you go ask a girl, if you're talking to her, just you, you slide it in. You just you just slip it in there, you know? You just go, oh, that's funny. What are you doing later? You know, just, it's easy, you know? it's You got to be like, you just casually. You need to, you need to... It just needs, you don't want to shoehorn it in. You just want to slide it in there. Like just a, just a very, just a, if it happens, it happens. If not, whatever. It's all good. Um, but that's how you want to do it. You don't want to, you don't want to, and definitely don't tell her that you've only had two dates since 2020. Keep that shit to yourself. Uh, only Call of Duty topics now. Jesus, Danny, is this your apartment? Elizabeth, no, this is not my apartment. This is a green screen. I live in a slightly worse apartment. Um, no, it's a green screen. I don't live in this apartment. Okay. Two more. We got one long one, and then we're going to open the phone lines. And I'm going to go late. I'm going to go late because there's no Patreon show. And also, uh, I started late because I'm a fucking idiot. So this is from Peter. Pete. Hey, Danny, trying to make this as quick as possible. Long story short, attended a wedding 10 years plus ago. I met the bridesmaid and her boyfriend before the reception. He seemed like a decent dude. Fast forward to near the end of the reception where I need to use the bathroom. I go and hear a disruption in the women's bathroom. The bridesmaid peeks out crying and her drunk boyfriend is there from what appears him being physical with the girl. I attempt to be calm and ask the fellow to relax, but he tries going after me. He eventually gets a beat down and arrested at the end. I choose not to press charges, so he gets out the next day. It's a good move especially if you beat him down. Uh, next day, his girlfriend and bridesmaid bring him by to a follow-up party where he apologizes to me. That is so fucking awkward. Since that day, many of the wedding attendees and family tell me I could have handled things differently and make me feel like I'm in the wrong. I mean, I wasn't arrested and didn't press charges on the guy. Was I wrong? Need your feedback. I mean, look, he, you say, you go, I attempt to be calm and ask the fellow to relax, but he tries going after me. That's it, man. You're getting your ass kicked at a wedding. I, I don't know what to tell you. Like you didn't, uh, you didn't just unilaterally decide to assault him. doesn't sound like it sounded like you were trying to just you'd be like, Hey buddy, what's going on? And then he fucking, you know, what's crazy by the way, is that like, that should be, you go, Hey, he was like being physical with his girlfriend and I was preventing a domestic assault. And then people go, yo, you really crossed the line there. The fact that <laughs> you had to see him the next day in a context where you just are like, yeah, that's. I was crazy last night, huh? When I just, when you were kind of, kind of hitting your girl, and then I beat the shit out of you, and then the cops came. That was weird. And then the, and then you got arrested. That was, that was weird. Anyways, can you pass me those finger sandwiches? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think you tell you need to tell your fucking family to back the fuck off, and that they should be so lucky that if it was happening to them, that you would intervene in a similar way. Okay, one more. This is a long one. This is a weird one. That's why. It's long and weird, and then we're going to open the phone lines. Um, we're going to open this shit up. Okay, this is from Joe. 
is long. Okay, I apologize. Hey, wanted to share a story of a recent breakup with an NPD woman. That's narcissistic personality disorder. Perhaps many people have never encountered or dated a person like this before. We met in January this year. We went out partying, drinking, fucking concerts, eating, hiking, etc. All the fun stuff. Everything was fun. I was the fun guy. Go places, do things. Randomly, I had a dream that something was wrong. Not just one. I was go getting insanely vivid nightmares. Very unusual. Something told me to check Reddit and scan some particular pages. I literally found her Reddit profile after the dream and she was posting nudes, like nasty nudes, you know, like pussy pics, messaging users about fucking her, et cetera, et cetera. It's still up. He goes, I found her OnlyFans shortly after. She was taking pictures before and after we would meet up. I could tell by what she was wearing and what was in her apartment in the pictures. Insane, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's fucking nutty. More insane, I didn't tell her I knew. I just kept fucking her because, you know, we be fucking. Uh, it was, he said it was... Uh, he said it was the tightest, tightest pussy he ever felt. He's, and he goes on about it. It was, <laughs> he's, it was something else that, that one. Uh, anyways, he goes, then we were hanging out and she told me, oh, by the way, I just went on Prozac. Like, okay, I've dealt with the depression before. It turns out that means zero libido and uh, no sex and no fun, no drinking. I went from being the fun guy to not uh, being able to do anything. I take her to a concert. She refused to drink, dance. I drink by myself in her presence. Eventually, our hangouts consisted of her and I going out, and she even refused to eat or drink or laugh. Sounds really fun. So I would eat by myself while she refused to eat. That's not the end of the world. I mean, you're only paying for one at that point. And she's staying skinny. Not the worst thing. But anyways, uh, she would just sit there in silence. She made me into the boring guy. That sucks. I mean, you know, writing's on the wall here. You're, this is the classic thing where you're in this to smash and then you think there's going to be more and then she kind of puts the brakes on you and you go, all right. Um, she ended up going on five back-to-back vacations. Yep, five of them. International, Middle East, couple countries, Florida, Texas, etc. She didn't text me, no updates, radio silent. I assume she was cheating. I don't double text. Uh, but as a narcissist, they do reach out. So she reached back out and she was like, I've been really depressed, too depressed to text you. And then no texting for two weeks. Uh, or so no texting for two weeks. Then on Friday, she texted me, hey, how are you holding up? I was like, huh? I told her to call me if she wanted to. She called. She said, oh, I'm partying at Coachella right now. So she was too depressed to even text me. She flaked on her plans. Then she goes to uh, Coachella and she's partying. She's been partying straight time. She tells me drinking every night. Uh, yeah, it sounds like she's all over the fucking map. Anyways, he says narcissism. Looking back, she dropped lots of hints really into herself. I was being used for attention. Turns out she got off on making me exciting and fun into boring guy. Whatever, you got something out of it too. Uh, and then he says, anyway, people who haven't dated NPD might not know, but it's really something. She had an unquenchable thirst for attention from anyone. Interesting. You know what? I think, you know, now that you describe it, I'm sure I know many people like this. Maybe not to that extent. And then uh, he posted her Reddit to prove that it's real. And he says, don't share it with the audience. So, um, but he posted the Reddit. Uh, and so if you guys want this link to the Reddit, uh, I'll be starting a $50 Patreon tier and then just subscribe to that and then you'll get the link. Uh, no, but you know what? I will, I can post this in the Patreon, right? I'm not posting this on YouTube because this seems like a violation, but, uh, I mean, guys, everybody who's going crazy here. It's literally in a pornography subreddit that is like, there's, there's just tons of naked girls in there. It's not like, uh. <laughs> it's I mean it's just a free reddit it's I'll post it in the patreon that's all I can do I'll post it in the patreon I don't want to po- I'm not posting it on YouTube so uh anyways but that's yeah that's a wild story sounds like you know it sounds like you got something out of there and you just you know this is kind of a catch-all but you, you got a crazy chick and she fucking she was crazy anyways all right phone lines are open that's it 
we've opened the phone lines. The phone lines are open. Uh, if you want to call in, if you want to talk about the shooter, guns, need some advice, anything you want, the phone lines are open. Uh, give it a little spin and uh, let's chat. And we got our first caller of the night. And I know who this is. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Danny, what's uh, going on, man? Chad, how you doing, buddy? I'm all right, man. I'm good. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. My I had a little tech issue. That's two tech issues in two weeks. I know, man. I see man. That's yeah, you got through though, man. Shoot, that's cool. I know, I know, I know. I, I made it at, I made it at the other end, you know? So uh how are you doing? I'm good, man. Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about that Jordan Peterson stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. The, the, I'm actually making. I'm gonna make a sketch tomorrow about about uh, this whole Sports Illustrated thing. So I was thinking of a sketch, it's, uh, and I'm gonna make something about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, I was just thinking. I was like, Dave, what would, what would, what you think was going on with him? Like, I don't like that's. That, it seems a little bit out of the ordinary for him. He's you know I mean? well. He was on. Um, like he was on SSRIs or something, and then he went off of them. He, he's pretty well documented that he uh, he had like a really bad withdrawals and all this stuff. I don't know. Since he got back on uh, Twitter, he's just been angrier. Like really? he's, you know, he's like we talked about it before, like on Boyscast and stuff. But like, you know, he's literally just like angry. Like he'll, <laughs> like he'll, like he'll. His his Microsoft Office doesn't work, and he's yelling at fucking. He's quote tweeting Microsoft, and he's calling people like fucking idiots and stuff. Like where he was very measured before. He's just his fuse is shorter. I never knew. You know, that's crazy. I know him like just from YouTube, so I never knew his like Twitter. Yeah. Life or like that, but yeah, that's I never even knew he was like that on Twitter for real. That's crazy. He wasn't though. He didn't always used to be like that. He used to he used to be like pretty normal on Twitter, uh, and then he started getting more. I feel like not. Pol- I don't want to say political. He tweets a lot about Canadian politics, a lot. Right. Uh, well, that's a lot. That's a lot of his content now. Anyway, like even if you look at his YouTube videos, a lot of it's about can- uh, Canadian politics. Yeah, 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 exactly. So he has a lot of like stuff about Canadian politics is like, but yeah, I don't know. He's just, he's mad, but he, uh, it just was so funny because he honestly goes, I am going to give my password away. Like, like I'm signing off on Twitter kind of thing. And then he was just later that night, he was just back at it. Yeah, that's crazy. And then, you know, it's crazy because I really follow, you know, I really feel like I'm, I'm probably a person that he's helped a lot through his videos and stuff like that. But, uh, it's just crazy, I guess, to see because what he be talking about a lot is like, don't be resentful. Yeah. You know? like, and then it just seems like the post that he put today was like, it, what else is that? I don't know what he what else he was going for other than mean and nasty. Yeah, that what honestly it did. It really did kind of uh, surprise me that like because it was just like mean you're like what is the point of being like look obviously uh with sports illustrated they're trying to have a more inclusive like body type or whatever the fuck but like why it's the swimsuit edition and it's for men and i mean i guess they're trying to like look nobody reads these like nobody when was the last time you know anybody who's like i just picked up the new fucking sports illustrated swimsuit edition nobody does right so so I guess they're and, you know, they probably know that if they switch it up like this, they'll get a lot of, you know, free publicity of just all the people, you know, making fun of them and going crazy. Right. You know, 
So well, both because and then they'll also be celebrated by the other side, you know, because they're being inclusive. Exactly, so but the other those people who are celebrating them will never go buy a copy of it. Like that's never happening. So I just think they're. It's like a str- kind of on like you know the the last uh, the last legs of that of that you know brand of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit thing. Like, right. and I I honestly believe like they probably would get less coverage if it was just a bunch of hot chicks on there not that they're not hot but i mean elon musk's mom is a, that's a bit of a stretch for <laughs> right. putting, putting on us like that used to literally be the that was you made it as like you were the top model supermodel in the world to be on the cover of sports illustrated swimsuit like that was like the crowning kind of you are the number one model in the world if i could play a little bit of devil's advocate yes please please do but I would feel like, because, you know, I try to give him the benefit of the, of the doubt. So it's like, I think that he is possibly talking about, like, the, the what would you say, like, the the standards of beauty. Like, like pretty much how, like, they're used to, like, pretty much, I, I would say, throughout cultures. I'm not going to say it was the same standard of beauty, but, I mean, yeah. certainly every culture had what they thought was beautiful. But I feel like maybe that's what he was criticizing. But he said nothing about that in the post. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He didn't even say like, oh, this is, you know, this is so different for what it just. Yeah, it was (laughs) like he he, I don't want to say he deserved what he got, but he was really asking for it with that because it's not like people like him to begin with. Like there are obviously people like him, but there's a lot of people who do not like him. Right, at all. At yeah. all, right? And then, you know, for him to fucking go do this is... Oh, uh, but you know what I remember, though? That's crazy. On YouTube, he had, I remember he had posted that he had, uh, in April, I think he was saying he had, like, an allergic reaction or something that caused some neurological symptom. Mm-hmm. He had posted, like, saying that, so... Well, I know I that know, his, his withdrawals are really bad from um, his drugs. But not I'm just saying, like, maybe he's ha- having, like, you know, remember when Roseanne uh, tweeted because she was off the Ambien? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's something like that, you know? Yeah, it's possible. I'm, I, I, But I just, funny, because he took so much shit, and he goes, all right, I'm off Twitter. And then he was, couldn't resist, man. Couldn't stay off. Yeah. I know it's like, yeah. you know, kind of like a little bit. <laughs> but also, like, the idea of people being like, oh, she's gross. She's like, she's not gross. Cool. Yeah, that was. I mean, you know, like, like every, everybody was, and everybody was trying to make it like putting words in my mouth. Where like that's what I was saying. I'm like, I don't think she's gross. She's obviously an attractive woman. She's just like, you know, she's not right. the hottest woman in the world. I mean, for sure, I will die I mean, on the hill that she's not the hottest woman in the world. She's definitely not, man. I mean, but it, the thing about You're it is, bigot, I, Chad. But, You're a bad well, look, guy. Man, I know that, man. I know. Look, they tell me. That. <laughs> But I'm just saying, you know, yeah, she's she's definitely not to us, but to one guy, she's probably the most beautiful girl in the world. Of know course, her. but we're we're more trying to be from like a we're not trying to be subjective about this. We're trying to be, you know, like uh, objective and quantified. And we're just like, look, if you just started stopping, you know, random sample size of fifty thousand guys and just be like, rate her out of one out of ten, she's not gonna or you know, be like, should she be on the cover of? Sports illustrator, right. they would just be like, no, no, but that's yeah. not what they're going for. They're going, we're talking about it now. You know, people, there's probably people who are like, oh, they still make, it. but I'll tell you what they're not doing. They're not fucking selling any more Sports Illustrated. I don't even, can you buy them or do you only, or do you have to have a subscription? I guess so. You got to go online and get a subscription and then give them your address or something like that. I, I guess, I mean, I guess people still subscribe to Sports Illustrated. And I, I guess that's one of the episodes. So, or one of the, 
they're, they're probably like one of the dying brands now. You know, yeah. like they sound like a little bit of old media. Yeah. Kind. I mean, they put a two years ago, I believe they put a transgender woman on the cover. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I remember. And Playboy did that too. That was the funny. I was like, Playboy did that. I go, Hugh Hefner. That's, that's definitely what Hugh Hefner envisioned Playboy to be when he died. Was trans, <laughs> right. transgender women uh, models. Anyways, anything else you want to uh, chat about? Uh, nah, I think I'm good, man. I let somebody else call, man. Okay, cool. Take care, buddy. Ah, right, you too, man. All right, that was, uh, Chad. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. The, the Sports Illustrated thing, I, I do find it, uh, I do find it kind of odd, but I don't know. I feel like they're just, it, this is what they're going for, you know? <laughs> Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey Danny, it's Craig. Hey, what's How's up, Craig? How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Hey, good. Um, so up, this news came out like last night. I don't. I don't. Uh, it, it was basically like this Project Veritas sting operation on the this Twitter engineer. Yeah, you saw this? Uh, I did. I saw. I saw a, a little bit of it. Just something about him saying how. I mean, he said all the stuff that everybody already knows. Exactly right. Where he said they're like they're we're basically like what commies, and you know we only yeah right we only yeah. penalize people on the right, and we don't penalize people on yes. the left. And you're like, you're like yeah yeah. It's, it's anybody with a fucking brain can see that. Yeah. So basically, for those who haven't seen it, like it was like this sting operation on this senior engineer which is just like a a very low level employee at twitter like just a dude that works at twitter and he thinks he's on a date with some girl over like weeks at a time and she films him secretly oh is a honeypot yeah oh and, damn, uh, that's fucking that and, sucks <laughs> and uh and he's just i i my take from what i'm trying to like read like you know see what he's thinking or see where he stands but like he just seems like fucking me. I work at a fucking big tech firm. Like, like he just seems like a fucking regular dude. And he's just like, man, these fucking people at Twitter, they're crazy. Isn't yeah. it crazy over there? It's so crazy. <laughs> and then they fucking le- like, bl- ruin this guy's life. And he's like, he's like one of them. He's like part of the solution. And they like snitch on this guy and they're like, we're doing this for free speech because people can say whatever we want. Except that guy said whatever he wanted. You ruined his life. Yeah. Like, did he get fired from Twitter? Like, um, the, like I, mean, that's uh, I don't think I don't think so yet. But Twitter actually addressed it. They said like they're quote helping him through this or something. So I that, I don't know. That might be means taking him out back and putting a bullet in his head. That's nice. Um, but, that's nice of them. <laughs> so yeah, his Twitter account's gone. I don't know. Like I I was just uh, and I was like looking at all the comments on Project Veritas and stuff like. Every no, like I saw it on Blind, which is like a social network for tech nerds. But like, and everybody there was just like, "Man, this fucking sucks for that guy." Like, I cannot believe this. Yeah. And then like everybody on Project Veritas is like, "These fucking Twitter scum, they need to rot in hell." And it's like he's not even executive. He's not even saying this is what they do. He's just saying what is in news reports. Yeah, yeah. He's just kind of saying what everybody knows, but he just because he works there, they assume he has it on some kind of authority. Yeah, and then they yeah. spin it as this is the guy that's keeping you off Twitter. And there was like there was actually the what's the guy O'Ke- James O'Keefe from Project Veritas, yeah. the main guy. He um was the, there's a comedy club in New York, Stand Up New York, and like I know the owner, and the owner was posting where I guess they were just chasing some guy. It's like it's almost very like cheaters style 
Um, okay. It's like the show Cheaters where they were chasing this guy. So they found some guy who's like an engineer or something at Twitter. And then they were like chasing okay. him down the street. And then he dipped into the comedy club um, <laughs> <laughs> to like hide. And then they come into the comedy club and the owner totally like loves all this shit. Like he's like probably like he's a conservative guy. So then they're like, hey, can we like come busting like and like film this guy or whatever? And the owner's like, yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and so the owner's like filming with his phone. And then as they're going in, the guy like comes out and they're just like chasing him down the street being like, you know, asking him all these crazy questions. And, you know, he's like, no comment. I don't know. Like, and it was just this guy's <laughs> one step above a janitor. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, he might be. They said he was some sort of senior position, but okay. I don't. I, I, who knows what that means? Um, but yeah, it was. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know. I, I didn't realize the context where he was just kind of saying, uh, saying that stuff. So, you want to hear a crazy shit that that's happened at my work? We had this uh, diversity training, and like we were like posed these questions, and one of the questions was like, "Should we discriminate based on race to pay people more?" And then, like, we break out and discuss it, and then come back, and we we're like, "Do they use the term discriminate specifically?" Uh, they were like, "They were like, should we favor people from historically disadvantaged groups during the rewards process?" I believe was like the pretty similar wording. Rewards process being uh, like uh, promotions, promotions, raises. Gotcha. Um, and like they like <laughs> came back, and like you know, it's like you know. 60% like Indian. Yeah. Um, and then people were like, uh, probably not. Like they're just like searching for the right. They're like, <laughs> yeah, you go like this. No. Yeah. Yeah. This like, it wouldn't No. <laughs> you're like, it's just a new problem because and then, like, and, 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 and you're not in like, a diverse workplace. And then the leaders were just like, um, actually, no, we should. And then like, those guys aren't even considered, uh, you know, disadvantaged cause they're, they're Indian, I guess. I don't know. Like, you know, so, yeah. I guess the answer is yes, we do discriminate. That, that was crazy. It was like, and it like, and like, like a boss of mine that's like three levels up was in the room and he, and like, he didn't say anything. It's just like, okay, I guess this is what's happening. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I imagine everybody's like, why? Like they, they're probably just trying to get out of this shit with saying as little as possible, because it's one of the things where it's like, yeah. the more you say, the more kind of rope you give to hang yourself with. You yeah. know, because you could just say something where you go, oh, you can't say or that. Or you could just call in on a podcast and then just spill yeah, well, your whole beans and risk your job. You know? Well, you but it's that anonymous, that baby. That's all. <laughs> hopefully, they don't, hopefully they don't have some sort of uh, equipment to detect your voice. But, yeah, you know, thankfully yeah. this is all uh, the, all anonymous. Um, there's That's actually right. a comedian and I know, uh, Tyler Fisher, who he's like suing his he's suing his old agent because oh. they, they told him. Uh, expressly that they couldn't give him work because he was a white guy. And then, oh. which, you know, in like, you know, technically I feel like, yeah, you shouldn't say that if you're an agent. And I've had that said to me like many times before, but yeah. I, I kind of was just like, yeah, I guess that's what it is. But, and I didn't want to be the guy to like make that my kind of hill to die on kind of thing where I'm like the guy who's like suing over white discrimination. But, um, yeah. You know, he uh, he he is. It sounds like he's going forward with it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mostly just complain about it. I'm not gonna. I don't know. Whatever. I yeah, I mean, exactly. it's I I'm it's a great job. Like I have a great life. Like yeah. If it's five or ten percent worse, whatever. Like yeah, exactly. You know, nothing that like working hard can't overcome. Hopefully. Ugh. Yeah, for sure. Plus, I mean, the tides change with all this stuff. That's the kind of thing I always 
like to think is, you know, like at some point someone is always getting the short end of the stick. Like there's yeah. no scenario where there's not someone getting fucked. So now it's just, I don't know. It's yeah. white, white guys turns. All right. And, well, and model it. and super hot models. That's actually yeah. my fa- That's actually one of my favorite kind of things. We like, are in the same boat. Uh, es- essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, cause there's like models who are honestly like, you know, they just can't get any work. Yeah. Just because of the way the, the industry's changed where, you know, they're just, they're not looking for like, they have to literally like, it used to be, Hey, you need, uh, it's like stop eating. And now it's like start eating. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. Um, anyways, cool. Thanks for calling everybody. All right. So bye. bye. Yeah. That, uh, with the Twitter thing too, I don't know if you guys saw Elon Musk, he's trying to switch up that de- his deal for Twitter. And he was saying that it's like, he's like, yeah, it's like so many bots on there just like all bots on Twitter. And I saw saw that. I'm like, maybe for you, he, he, it's not, I don't know. It's a few percent, but there's definitely bots on Twitter. Don't get me wrong, but he gets a lot of them. Hello. Thanks for calling low value mail. Who am I speaking with? Hi, this is a Brian. I called in many weeks ago. Hey Brian. I had had the, uh, that whole blue ball situation way, way back. Please refresh my memory on the blue balls. I was talking to this girl for maybe two and a half months and I wasn't getting any sex. I wasn't getting anything and it was just horrible. Oh, she's the one who just like refused to have sex. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. And she, and she wouldn't, she's just like, I just don't, I just don't do that. So I have a quick little follow up. Yes. I love, by the way, if you've called in before and you have a, you have a, you know, something new material to your story, please do call back. Okay. Uh, I li- um, like to hear them. No, no, that's not to you. That's to the, everybody else. Because because you are doing it. <laughs> so basically, I confronted her because we. She was like, "Oh yeah, let's be exclusive." And I didn't see her for like nine, eight days, and I was like, "This fucking sucks." This so she said, "Let's horrible. be exclusive," and then you didn't see her for eight days. Correct. And I was like, "This is like torture. This is fucking terrible." Yeah. And. So then eventually I just kind of hung out and eventually was like, all right, can I at least like hang out with you around your friends or like what the fuck's going on? And so I confronted her about the whole thing and she gave me her explanation of, oh, well, I just really find it weird to invite like a guy I'm talking to around my friends because I don't know if they'll like that. Yeah. She doesn't know if her friends will like that. Yeah, and then she she's brought this explanation like, oh, they didn't like my ex, so they probably won't like you. Okay. <laughs> and so then what, what did like, you say? I said, well, I'm not your ex. Yeah, and you're also like, what? So I just like, I'm never going to meet your friends? Yeah. Or was she like, was trying what? to say like, uh, eventually. I was like, and eventually I'm like, well, I'm not going to be around eventually. <laughs> and then what happened? So then I was like, all right, well, so in regards to sex, like, what's going on? Like, I know you're somewhat religious, but are you like no sex, no marriage? Like, what's the deal here? And she just comes flat out. She goes, you know, I'm just really scared. Like, I'm just scared of the unknown. And okay. I said, what? The, the unknown. Like, How old is she again? We're both 22. 20 what? Sorry. 22. 22. Okay. She's just scared like, of the unknown. I was like, the fuck does that mean? This chick seems like a fucking tire kicker. I would 
go get out of there. You, so, this is yeah, the, I, I never. This is the ultimate. Just like cut your losses. So that's what I basically did. I was like, you know what? Unless she like really changes, unless she makes like a freaking effort to at least like hang out or do something, or even respond to anything, I'm like, no, I'm fucking out. So I talk to her maybe once a day, like a casual hi. As I still continue to talk to other people. Uh huh. And then, so and, that, just, and now what's what's the deal? Just a similar thing as I talk to other people and just like you still maybe, talk to her. No, not seriously. I haven't like you got like seen you guys her in person. When was the last time you saw her person? Weeks. <laughs> and is, only three weeks. And why are you still talking to her? I don't know. Just casual conversation. Like, like what kind of like like do you talk to her? What kind of conversation? Like, how's your it's day? Just like a Snapchat here and there. Oh, you'll just send a Snapchat. Like, will you send the Snapchat to other people? Oh yeah, I'm talking to other people. At the but exact is, same is it time. The, yeah, yeah. But is it the same? And she'll just be like, yeah. It's honestly, it's one of those things where it seems like it, it's gonna wear. It's gonna work itself out. Oh, it's, you know, it's just it's, stop talking to each other at all. But uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I would, I would, out of principle, not be talking to her at this point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to update you on that. This, yeah, yeah. The comment of "I'm scared of the unknown" as an excuse to not even like give a blow job or get a blow job is the fucking strangest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Also, it's just, yeah, this, <laughs> I don't know. I would just be like, you know what? Have a nice life. I'll, uh, it's, no, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it was, quick... it was nice knowing you, but this is just too much for me. Yeah. That's my quick little update. Um, not going to pursue her in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Just like a friendly, hi. Good. I good wouldn't luck. even do good that. <laughs> I would not even do that. What do you get out of that? That's a good point. That's a good point. What are you getting out of just like having every few days just being like, hey, just I'm still around? I don't what, know. What, what, what do you have in common with her or like about her at all? She seems awful. That's Not a... awful. Maybe that's unfair, but you're like, you guys have nothing in common. You're like, what, you want to be friends with her? Um, I mean, we had like politics and sports interests in common, but that's about it. Oh. And I mean, that's like all well she... and good if you're, you know. In a relationship with someone, but yeah, so yeah you gotta, you I just think, gotta, this is right. it. you I just, think I should just stop talking to completely. her. And honestly, you might see a real change in her, uh, tenor if she, if you stop messaging her and then she starts messaging you and then you kind of just look at them, but don't reply. That's what I'm going to start doing. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm done making an effort. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, you gotta, this is like, you gotta go cold Turkey. You gotta, yeah, you gotta cut yeah, cold Turkey. Cause I've just, I just it's figured, not cold like, Turkey. Me... It's like, you're not, it's not like you're getting anything out of this. Just, just no, stop it's talking. Like... It's like wasting your time. Yeah. So yeah, that's my little update. Um, just fucking weird and yeah. not going to get anything out of it. Yeah, I yeah, think that's, you just that's all good. Just you move on with your life. I think that's the move. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep, uh, that's my little update. All right, cool, buddy. Um, have a great rest of your show. Thanks you for uh, taking my call. No problem. Take care. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I. I mean, the one thing I'll say is that would be a way sadder thing if he was like in his thirties. Uh way sadder. But when you're in your twenties, like twenty two, I go, yeah, you might not know that when you're twenty two. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, Danny, this is Jared. What's up, Jared? How you doing, buddy? Uh, pretty good. So, just one thing for the last caller. Yeah. Just stop, just stop talking to her, man. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's just like don't the... even block her. Just don't even like. I wouldn't block her because I don't want her to think you block. I want her to. 
If I was him, early. I'm like, I want her to send you messages, and then like, especially if it's like Snapchat, you right, open them and no, no reply. He doesn't have the self control. No, 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 he doesn't. He doesn't. I still think maybe in his mind that there's something potentially. He obviously had some interest in her. It's it's right. she, she she at the end of the day is technically rejecting him because yeah. he wanted to have sex with her and she didn't. But she's yeah. saying she just doesn't. So it's like a soft rejection. Um, yeah, it's like a structural rejection. As like an emotional support doll. Like, yeah, totally. He's going to put in all the emotional labor and get nothing out of it. I'm so. just saying at this point, it's like she's she's dicked you around a bit. So out of principle, you can't do this. You can't be talking to her. It's just a principle yeah. matter. Yeah, and like, you don't get mad at her. Don't even say anything. Don't say goodbye. Just stop talking to her. Yeah, for sure. And But I would say the one above that would be uh, when, when she right. sends you the Snapchats, open them and then don't respond. Right. But again, I'm just judging from this callers, I mean, I might, he might be able to, but he seems like kind of that would respond. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, that's the problem. Yeah. If he can't not respond, um, the only question, the only thing, <laughs> the only thing I would be okay with you messaging her is being like, Hey, so, uh, are you having sex yet or what? What's the deal? That'll be it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, but it would be kind of like a bit of a joking thing, you know. You're kind of calling yeah, yeah. out her shit, but other than that, yeah, I, I uh, <clears throat> that'd, that'd be hard to get the tone right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, again, but you're like you don't care right, if the tone's wrong care. because worst case scenario, you're just not talking to her anymore. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, yeah, the mass shooting stuff. Yeah, you're a big gun guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a. I'm a. I no, I don't have any guns. What are you talking about? Oh. I lost them all. You lost them all. Okay, you are a gun guy. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to remember. It's hard to keep track of who's who's got guns, who's who don't have guns. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, we can go all day about you know, oh, if the roles were reversed, you know, because we got the buff, the uh, the Christmas massacre guy, the the subway guy, where they don't even address their ideology. Yeah, I mean, they're I mean, again, they are always crazy they're always just fucking loony crazy yeah they're lunatics everyone always already knows who they are and doesn't do shit yeah like this kid wasn't even supposed to own guns i thought because he was like i saw something there was i was reading actually before the the show that there was in some sort of red flag law in new york state or yeah, yeah, in New York State, totally. that should have. But again, you hear that a million times. Where it's or or maybe they do work, and because I don't know, I read some of his manifesto, and the one thing I took away from that after ever after having read his manifesto a bit and then watched the Frank James videos is there's different types of crazy, like externally, like you could be like the same type of crazy on the inside, but some people like can really mask it or like seem more normal. On right, the outside, he told his parents he was going to shoot up his school. They took him to like get committed, so he's already like a barred person. Yeah. So like he wasn't even legally allowed to possess firearms. So yeah, the gun control laws were already there, so that's not the issue. Also, he modified a weapon illegally. So how did he modify it to make it automatic? No, the, uh, New York has something where they're not allowed to have like more than ten round magazines or something. Oh, he or, had like, like a uh, higher round. Just stupid accessories, which really don't even matter because you can just change the magazines. Yeah, exactly. And it seems like yeah, I mean it was yeah. He definitely was very crazy, and more importantly, it's it's like that onion uh, 
that like onion headline or whatever where it's like, you know it's like nothing's going to happen from this no I mean, the only thing that happens from a tragedy is they infringe on normal people's rights. I understand. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think, like, did any, but what infringement, was there any infringement from, like, there's not going to be any gun right things because New York is well, already, like, like, such a tight state in terms of gun well, laws. I mean, that's where all the gun like, all the gun laws are infringements on their rights because they don't do anything because he broke nine, like, 20 of them and still did a mass shooting. So, yeah, exactly. Like, so all the all the laws did was and again if he he could have gone like the kid in Toronto and rented a van that's like you're not stopping I always say this like my cause my girlfriend's like she's a generally kind of like anxious person and we'll go in public and you know she'll sometimes oh, she'll after like a like the Brooklyn shooting we went to I think we went to a bath we went somewhere in public and she was just like you know kind of nervous about I went to a Yankees game and I was just like look I'm like if anybody wants to do some shit, they can. There's any every time that there's a there's you know every night in America there's 15 major league baseball games. Like something could happen every night if somebody wanted to do that. The fact is, it's just like nobody wants to do this shit. I'm sure that calmed her down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I always like jazz her up, but uh, you know, it's just like nobody actually wants to do this stuff. It's you're led to believe that there's all these people out there who are like these evil people who are wanting to do this stuff all the time. And the yeah. fact is, it's just like there's very few of them. And when they do want to do something. They are going to do it. And I think the problem is not social media. I think like people are getting gaslit by regular media. Yeah, I don't think it's social media at all either. I, th- I think it's. I do think it's re- regular media. Obviously, there was something about, you know, part of that uh, the Christmas parade thing, but the fact that it wasn't really covered very much. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you know that that was part of his part of what angered him, I guess. And they keep calling it like, oh, it's white supremacy. Like, yeah, this guy was probably racist, but like. Oh, no, he said, he literally said, in yeah. he did like this Q&A in his manifesto. And he goes, am I racist? I go, and he's like, yes. Like, yeah. he, he is answering all these questions. Like, like all the right. questions that you might want to ask him. He, right. <laughs> he, he put a lot of work into it. I, I will say that. But like, well, I'm just saying like acting like white supremacy is like the, the, like, most dangerous thing in America right now is just ridiculous. Like, no, yeah, it's you know any you know there's, the, like there's many. There's like uh, what like three thousand KKK members total across the entire country, and like half of them are FBI agents. Yeah, for sure. Oh, totally. And you know, look, there's always going to be these lunatics who are who yeah. you know use their ideology to do shit like this. But but, but then you walk like twenty feet down the street in Manhattan, you got. Uh, black Israelite. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna read children. Oh fuck yeah, the Black Israelites are yeah yeah hell yeah. And I mean there was like bl- the Black Israelites. I think when I moved to New York, Black Israel there was a Black Israelite went and shot up a kosher uh, grocery store. So they think they're Jewish, or they're the real Jewish people. But yeah, what yeah. do they think you guys are? Uh, white devils. I don't know. I honestly, like, when me and me and Ryan were in Baltimore last year. And uh, we were walking by the water, and there were a bunch of black Israelites doing this whole thing. And, like, we were joking where I wanted to go up to them and be like, hello, my fellow Jew, and, like, you know, really start fucking with them. But, like, they're, they don't have a sense of humor about stuff. Well, the whole thing is to provoke people into, into like, getting in a fight with them so they can sue you. Is that is that their deal? I, I really – they didn't seem like – like, it wasn't like that. I, I didn't seem like it was that, but I feel like if you really, like, were kind of getting in their shit. But more importantly, yeah, like, the whole – I don't know. I guess they think they're the original 
Jews, but I don't think they're like practicing Jews. Like I don't think I could like invite them over to like a Passover Seder and they would come. I don't think they do that. Well, I guess to to you, to them, you're a goy. I guess. I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked too much into it. Or you're it. like a false Jew. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm a fake Jew. I'm like... But I, I believe they do like go into like the capitalistic like Talmud stuff. I mean, that's where they get all their justifications for all their crazy shit. Yeah, maybe. But I just know that they don't like... I don't believe they're, you know, like celebrating I'm, Hanukkah. Because I, I guess sure that's I Jews. guess that's like Judaism. Like they were Jews before that. They're like all that stuff. That's not us. I don't know. They have menorahs and stuff on their costumes. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. You, I don't know. You need to get a black Hebrew Israelite caller. That would be awesome. I would love to. I mean, if there's anybody who knows a black Hebrew Israelite caller, uh, have them give them the number. Have them call in. Um, yeah. But anyways, anything else, buddy? No, that's good. All right, cool. Thanks for calling. See you. Yeah, the black Israelites uh, are the true Jews. The true Jews of... Um, yeah, a lot of people I've been seeing too, where a lot of are like saying how a lot of FBI agents. Oh, huh. we got it. Hello, Danny. What's going hey, on? What's it's up, Danny? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the Black Hebrew Israelites, right? What's what do you mean? I I, I know a little bit about that. Oh hell yeah, you, yeah, because you're into like conspiracies and shit. All right, dude. Yeah. School, Chad. School us on the Black Israelites here. I bet. So I used to be a vegan for like eight years. I used to be I used to be going to this vegan restaurant, and it was run by the Black Hebrew Israelite. Okay. So they, I used to talk to them all the time about their stuff. So essentially, what it is like is they believe that like you, Danny, you would be a false Jew. Like okay. you wouldn't be real, and they they believe that all. All right, this is what they actually believe. As far as the ones that I spoke to. They believe that uh, the people in West Africa that were brought here through the slave trade, yeah, they believe that those people were Hebrews, and and they dis- they like to distinguish between the Hebrews and the rest of the Africans over there because they think that that was the distinction already. Like, okay, so like like in ancient Africa, there were there were the Hebrews and the regular Africans, I guess. And not even ancient. So what they what they actually believe is like, uh, and I'm. I'm I'm a little murky on this part of the Bible, but essentially they believe that when the Jews were dispersed at some point that they went to Africa. Yeah. Which I believe some of that is true. Yeah, I, I mean they, I know there's lots of Jews in South Africa. Well, they're, right. They're, they're uh, they believe, not welcome there, but uh, yeah. Well, they believe that the Jews went to West Africa, which I mean I'm not really obviously a proponent of this, but I mean they they believe that the Hebrews went to West Africa and those were the people that were brought here through the slave trade. So they say they actually believe I feel like they believe they were singled out because they were Hebrew. And then they they brought them over here specifically to be slaves. Interesting. Then, oh, okay. So they were like we want the because you know how good Jews are with manual labor. They go let's get the uh Right, right. They saw those pyramids, man. It's like, I guess, yeah. I mean, they did do the pyramids. I will say that. They did do the pyramids. I'm still waiting on my reparations for those, by the way. (laughs) I don't know if the Egyptian government like America. They probably don't got it for you, man. No, well, Egyptian, they they just have a bad economy. No chance the Jews are ever going to get anything from them. Um, That's interesting, though. Yeah, so, and then why are, and then, so, but do they celebrate all the Jewish holidays? All right, yeah, I was listening, and you know what's funny? That's so interesting. For do you remember the rapper Chingy? He had yeah. a song. It was called "Right There." 
Like he's from yeah. St. Louis. Okay. So essentially I was just on Ching. I was just looking him up and I didn't know this, but he eventually became a black Hebrew Israelite. And I like literally he has this song on YouTube. It's called King Judah. Like it's, it's all this Hebrew Israelite stuff in there. He refers to, uh, it does become a little bit racial, like at some point, because he started talking about like the, the Gentiles, like he's calling white people, the Gentiles when okay. obviously like Gentiles are just non-Jews, yeah. but to the Hebrew Israelites, like they have to make that binary to make it like a race thing. Sure. So Gentiles yeah. are not non-Jews. They're, just the white, yeah. the white, right, Interesting. right. And I don't. I mean, true. If I'm being totally honest, for real, I feel like the. I mean, at least the people I've learned it from, like they haven't been all the way consistent with it. Like I don't know if there's like a black Hebrew Israelite guru, but I've never met them for real. But all the stuff I've heard pretty much sounds pretty inconsistent for real. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, they seem like when we were in Baltimore. There was like a lot of them. There was. It was. They were doing some sort of. I don't know exactly what it was, but uh, they were some sort of like ceremony um, by the water. But there must have been a hundred, and then like there are a whole like their kids and their wives were there, and yeah, and they yeah. were all like there was a lot of them there, and they were just kind of hanging out and yeah, man. And and I heard you ask about the holidays. I don't know if they actually uh, celebrate the holidays, but like the last caller was talking about. I saw Chingy in that video. He was wearing a hat and it had a menorah on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't I like. I feel like the only reason you wear that is because you might celebrate. I but guess. I don't know. What kind of hat? Like a like a, a key, a No, no, no. Oh, that's funny though. It was a fitted hat, but it just had a picture <laughs> of a menorah on it. <laughs> All right, I, I gotta get one of those hats. That's, yeah, uh, Chingy just wearing a menorah hat. Yeah, see, that's yeah. kind of stuff where you go like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, they just do Judaism cooler than us, I guess. Yeah, that's all it is, man. Black Judaism. Yeah, interesting. All but, right. But, yeah, well, I pr- appreciate you uh, illuminating us. Uh, uh, no problem. I was glad that I had the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, if you if, if you uh, if you ever run into any of the uh, Black Israelites, you you used to know, have them call in. All right, I got you, man. All right, cool. Later, buddy. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess Chingy is Jewish now, but I guess he's. But they, they, I guess they don't even say they're Jewish, right? They say they're black. They're black Israelites, um, which is not the same as being. Uh, yeah, someone says Amari Stoudemire. Yeah, he is. He is a. Uh, he is a black Israelite. Correct. He is, and he like went to Israel, and he's, but he was more like Jewish. I thought. Anyways, hello. Thanks for calling Low Valley Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, Sean Hogan. Hey, what's up, Sean Hogan? How you doing, buddy? Doing good. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Where are you calling from? Uh, Indiana, just by Chicago. Oh, okay, cool. Well, anyway. Yeah, so what's up? Uh, I was just, I don't have anything fancy about the black Hebrew Israelites or anything like that, but um, I heard you like Coast to Coast. So I do like Coast uh, to Coast, yes. I was just going to ask real quick, what do you think about George Norrie? I like George Norrie. I liked Art Bell better. Um, yeah, George Norrie is funny. He's more funny to me beca- okay. because people call in and they just say crazy shit. Uh huh. And he's just like, uh huh. Like he'll never. I've never. I don't like listen to it a crazy amount. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But I do. I, I listen to it more when I had a car. Because yeah. when I was, you know, obviously driving and stuff, whereas now I, I don't. But he, uh, 
like I just used to love people would call in and have open lines and people uh-huh. would say insane stuff. And he would never challenge them on it at all. Even if it was the most nutty thing you've ever heard, he would just be like, huh? Yeah, that's yeah, that's wild. Yeah, Art Bell was way cooler, and and I'm only uh, thirty, so Art Bell was like before I even knew me too, that me too. Coast I never to listened. Existed. I never listened to Art Bell uh, when he was alive. Yeah, right. So I listened to reruns, but then, like, I listened to George Norrie, and he's not hard hitting at all. It's all like kind of like mainstream politics now. It's not really. I haven't listened crazy. to it in honestly. So I've lived in New York for three years now. I haven't listened to it in probably three years because I haven't had a car for three years. Me neither. So I started listening to just different podcasts of um, the guys who will host when they fill in for him. Oh, okay. And they're way better. They're oh, really? like, you know, Bigfoot, aliens, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's he yeah. kind of just lets people, I don't know, he's weird. He, like, I, I think he's funny, but he just, yeah, he just talk whatever you want. He goes, oh, that's, that's neat. Yeah. So anyway, the only other thing was uh, one time um, – they were talking about self-driving trucks. I think Elon Musk was making a self-driving truck or something like that. And then he just, in kind of a huff, he was like, well, I'll never support self-driving trucks because truck drivers are the backbone of this country. I mean, they're definitely his fucking biggest listener base, I imagine. Yeah, so he absolutely has to pander to them. But I was like, either you're pandering or you you just don't realize that there will be trucks on the road. I wonder (laughs) what episode that was because I was listening to an episode probably at this point would be 10 years ago maybe even a little more and it was uh it was a self they were talking about self-driving cars on that episode and i remember this guy was on there and he goes like i i remember like it really stuck with me because this maybe even more than 10 this might have been 2010 something like that 2011 so yeah around 10 years ago and uh the guy who he was interviewing was like yeah you know like self-driving cars are going to be the future for sure. Like when we're, you know, like uh, when I'm 90 years old, like me personally, whatever, you, you know, in, in 50 years from now, like your children or, you know, like teenagers are going to find it insane that you were allowed to just operate a car and just like follow the lines on the road. And, you know, like, like that'll be yeah. so foreign to people in 50 years that people were just like allowed to do that, that, uh, uh, and then, and I remember him talking about it. And then I had a friend, a comedian friend of mine, who I was talking to him after, and I goes, "Yeah, self-driving cars are coming." And my friend was like, "Never gonna happen." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I think they're coming." And he goes, "Never happening." And we used to always argue about it. And then they're here, kind of. Well, I guess they're here, kind of. That guy must be, uh, you know, just too stupid. You, you big-brained him. No, well, at the time, it was, you know, there were no self-driving. There was nothing even remotely close to it. It's how far we've come in ten years, where there wasn't even. I mean, I don't even think uh, there was a Tesla model. Like the Roadster, I think, was the only thing that even existed, and that was it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyways, cool. Well, Thanks for calling in. Yeah, no problem. See yeah. you. Right. Yeah. Uh, someone asked Terry, hey, Danny, you think you or Ryan will ever move back to Canada, or are you in the States for good? Uh, we're in the States for good for now. Um, I mean, there could always be like a civil war breaks out, and they start drafting people, and I go, Back to Toronto, by the way. Rip fucking goddamn the Toronto Maple Leafs. Motherfuckers. Hello, thanks for calling Low Valley Mail. Who am I speaking with? <clears throat> Hello. Richard. Richard. Hey, Richard. How's it going, man? I'm pretty good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What do you want to, uh, what do you want to chat about? I lost $50,000 in a UST. Terra. 
You lost $50,000 in UST? And I'm going to kill myself. No, come on. Is this serious? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. No, I'm fucking wrong. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, actually try to call you like all the fucking time and can never get through oh you finally got through cool dude can you, can you speak a little you sound a little kind of muffled i don't know if you're on like it's, a... just, it's the stupid airpods oh okay if you maybe want to go stupid. off the airpods it'll sound better for just the people who are listening if you don't mind yeah uh, yeah let me do it yeah yeah cool thanks dude um yeah i don't know if people were following the luna ust stuff but that was fucking insanity the amount of people on twitter who are like yeah i put I had $3 million in what I thought to be a stable coin. I mean, I'll tell you this with the stable coin stuff is like, if you fucking, uh, if you're getting 20% a year interest and it literally was designed to be like, you know, this fucking Ponzi scheme, like it's literally yep. a Ponzi coin. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, I was pretty interested. I came pretty close a few times to what um, buying some to, to, to fucking throw like 10 grand into it. Yeah. But I actually got fucked between, I actually got fucked on uh, because of the Luna thing, and I'm kind of kicking myself too. But I had um, I had this uh, position in Tether that it was uh, uh, like I basically had this like short. I would, no, sorry, I was I basically had Tether futures on FTX that you can buy, and like <laughs> for holding them, like it would just pay you like uh, this. Uh, my friend like Gabe joked about it. He goes, "You're literally picking up pennies in front of a steamroller." But I had been doing it for like a year. And it wasn't like a really huge position or anything, but uh, it kind of was just like this steady, you know, you, you get money every day from it. And uh, in my opinion, I was like, well, I don't think Tether's a fraud. And I still don't think Tether's a fraud. But because of the Luna stuff, the whole trade basically like unraveled. Um, yeah, I, I agree. You know, I, I started fucking around with this thing a few back, a few years back when we had like the Binance DeFi summer. And I got wrecked. So I had the bank run happen so many fucking times screwing around with all that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and and, and I'll, I'll tell you this. I think I thank Avalanche and all the fucking DAOs that were happening when Wonderland was kind of a big deal. I don't even because I, I was so if yeah yeah. So if you were a fan of the Avalanche protocol, they had a uh, let's just call it a, a fucking app for all the people out there that don't understand Web three. They had a fucking app that gave you eighty thousand percent APY. Oh yeah, and that the seems, found that yeah. Seems pretty well here's the thing is it was copying this other thing called olympus that was on ethereum that was doing something similar and it was doing it for fucking months dude and people were making bank i jumped in with like two grand and i turned it into fucking 10 and like a dumbass i sat in it and watched it go to two but while that was happening fucking everyone's doing fork city creating tons of wonderland ripoffs with not eighty thousand apy but like fucking kajillion yeah. like literally you throw in 200 bucks you pull out a grand in like 20 minutes that type of stuff, and but, I got pretty but, lucky. But in what currency? Well, you, you put you would pull it out in whatever the fucking Dow currency. Right. If you're smart, you jump over to what in in this case Avalanche. You jump over to Trader Joe. Yeah. And you just flip the bullshit for right, right, for Avalanche token, throw it to Coinbase, PayPal, if that's what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. But I by the way, I so just much, I just looked yeah. at my account just to see. I've I bought like right before they delisted because some people are saying they Luna they bought Luna and they're up, but I I bought Luna right before it delisted for like uh, about 20,000 Luna and it's currently worth $4, which is crazy that that would have been worth $2.4 million. Uh, did you say, say 20,000? I have 20,000 Luna in my account. And it's worth, I also have 20,000 Luna. And it's worth less than $4. <laughs> yep. and, and it was what worth $2.4 million like a <sighs> month or two ago. Ugh. 
that's got to burn. Well, you know, a lot well, of I mean, it's got to burn if you fucking themselves. started with but... $2.4 million. Like, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I think I bought it yeah, for 10 bucks. Yeah, they would fucking burn if you, you know, you started at that that top. But, you know, they the way I look at it is if you got a guy like Doquan who literally just fucking goes on Twitter and he's like the fucking Donald Trump of these fucking altcoins talking shit to people running his mouth saying whatever he wants. Oh man, Someone's I, I saw some dude. I saw some uh interview with him and he was talking about how he was like loved watching these shit coins blow up something because <laughs> I like, love it and you go oh, like six days before he got fucked. That didn't that did not yeah. All these people are saying the same thing that, that happened so with the Wonderland man. The the guy who ran Wonderland, he had the, the giant following on Twitter. He's like the fucking Jesus Christ of Avalanche and and boom, all fucking gone. He runs away. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, there's a lot of those things. Active, but... The only thing I'll say is that Do Kwan guy probably got fucking, uh, you know, he probably lost like just an obscene amount of money through all this. It, man, like, you know what? You're probably right. But a part of me, feels I'm sure like, he he's smart enough where he's been cashing out and he's got, you know, I'm sure he's not dumb enough to just have all his money in there. I'm sure when Luna was a hundred dollars, he was, you know, he, he was buying, I'm sure he was selling a lot of it just to, you know, fund his life or whatever the fuck. But, uh, if he's smart, but he still probably had, you know, billions, Costa just Rican dis- hookers. I mean, he probably had billions <laughs> just disappear instantly. Oh, easily. There easily. Was, I, imagine, re- I read this. the money he needed to get to that point, what he had, like, in the fucking coffers with ETH and anything else. Oh, insane. I actually read this. Uh, this I think there's an explanation of what happened to cause this, and there's, like, basically some hedge fund or something. They, they, they essentially figured out how they could game it, and then they – I don't even really totally get it, but it had something to do with all, like, the pools, and then they, they basically took, like, some crazy short position in, like, a billion-dollar short position in Bitcoin and, like, a $5 billion short position in, like, UST, something like, cra- something like nuts, and then they triggered, like – they started pulling out this money from the pools and triggered all the selling, and then it just caused this kind of uh, just – I don't know to just yep, and, and the blueprint was on Twitter. Plenty of people were saying, "Just do this." It just took some money. Yeah, you and needed you needed like uncovers, five billion dollars to do it or something. I think it kind of uncovers how like minuscule this realm is, right? What it took to move and destroy Luna, it happens what like every fucking ten minutes in the real markets. Let's fucking oh, money's moving like that. Like, oh, for crazy. sure. Oh, hundred percent. I saw something <laughs> so all, like all, you, it's all. It took a couple hedge fund guys that would. Just, Wanted to fucking have a pissing contest and say who can break Luna? <laughs> Not even pissing contest. They're just like we're gonna. Hey, if we do this, we can make. And again, shorting a stable coin. Let's just get rich. But also, it's like the genius sure. of it is when you short a stable coin, you're like it's not going to go higher than a dollar, right? Like it's. Like yeah. you can't like it's not like you're the whole thing with that's dangerous with shorting stuff is theoretically it can go up an unlimited amount, like it can go up to infinity. Whereas if you buy something, you can only lose what you put in. Whereas if you short, it can go to infinity, right? But when you short a stable coin, worst, protected. Yeah, you are protected. The worst case scenario is just like you pay some interest on, on your loan, and uh, other than that, that's that's about it. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Anything? Any uh, anything else you want to talk about there? Yeah, uh, if you're gonna put your and this could be wrong, but the one I've seen that's safe, and you probably know about it, but the Gemini. Seems to be pretty solid. I've been in there for about a year, and nothing's nothing's happened yet. And those Winklevoss twins, I think they have a that's theirs one, right? Were that, you, sa- were you sa- little... safe in what capacity? Like an exchange? Is I, I don't think it's going to get pulled. I think it's FDIC backed. 
Well, what is it? An ex- it's an exchange or it's a... Uh... Do you know what Gemini is? Uh, I, I thought it was an exchange. Is it not? I guess. Yeah, it's like an exchange. Coinbase competitor. Yeah. It's a little exchange. Yeah, yeah. But they uh, they propose to be backed and safe centralized I, i'm agnostic about that i could get yeah i mean you gotta be fucking <laughs> yeah you gotta be careful with all this, this crypto stuff i mean the crypto is there's just no shortage of people who are just you know made these absurd sums of money and then just lost them yep and uh, i'm in the marketing realm and you spend fucking ridiculous amounts of money on search and facebook and fucking building landing pages and copy and funnels and it's it's ridiculous how duped people are every day Oh, I mean, by by some of these big fucking protocols too, like giant guys. I mean, not to say Doquan was duping anybody, but there's just so many people. I mean, I on the New York subway, I was seeing ads for Avalanche, like Jesus Christ, which is like crazy. I remember seeing that. I'm like, that's crazy that they're just we're at the point where there's just ads for a cryptocurrency on the New York, like plastered in in the subway cars. I mean, at, 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 at what's next? I mean, you, you're going to be able to scan. Uh, I guess you can probably, they're probably already doing NFTs in the fucking subways. Uh, probably. I mean, I've been to so many places where they're like, you know, just like, I, I remember I was like, 10 oh, inch okay. dick in you NFT. Oh, there's so, I mean, I went to a New York Rangers, New, New York Rangers game and they had, uh, they were like, Oh, buy a New York Rangers. I mean, again, it's like, if you're a business, why the fuck would you not sell an NFT? It's true. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, this is true. yeah. Someone's saying, do you remember when Naomi says, do you remember the Matt Damon doing the crypto commercial? He had a new commercial where he basically just came out and kind not apologize, but kind of did. Yeah, John Matt Damon. Yeah, well, he, well his, 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 I fucked you. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, he just was like, yeah, that was one. It was the, the timing of it was, I think, like the exact top of the market or close to it. And then, uh, but yeah, he, he basically came out and was like, whoops. Oops. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, cool. Anything else you want to talk about? No, man, I just uh, kind of always wanted to shoot the shit with you. I listen to the yeah, show man. all the time, and uh, fucking cool, man. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for yeah. thanks for doing the show. It's cool. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Take care, man. Bye. Uh, someone says, why would he apologize? Zachary said that. Uh, I think because he, he the whole ad was like, oh, like luck favors the brave, and then all these people just like bought, but that was like the top of the market. Everybody who like opened an account that day is just like down so much money. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hi. I uh, I was just calling. Um, I hadn't heard anybody talk about the uh, Buffalo shooter. Yes, but yes, I yes, did. yes. I um, I don't know if you read the manifesto or anything. It was like I, I looked pages. at it was 180 pages, just a little light reading. I read uh, I read a little bit of it. I probably read like the first. I skimmed like the first few pages. Okay, I got. By the way, I got fooled by a Babylon B story. Uh, I thought I thought that there was a new see, but I didn't. It wasn't a Babylon B uh, article. I'm not that stupid. Where I see a Babylon B article, and I go, "Is that real life?" So I guess someone reposted it, and then I fell for that. So, uh, but anyways, um, anyways, yeah, go on. Yeah, about, uh, yeah I read the manifesto. I, I skimmed over it. I got to the part where he said, "I don't like Jews," and I go, "I'm out." Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I just thought it was is kind of interesting. The talking points on the on the right, I basically heard everybody say, "Oh, he's crazy, he's insane, et cetera, et cetera." And uh, to me, reading, I read like the first, I don't know, twenty pages, and uh, anyway, it just seemed like more like he was a smart autistic loner who like just way on the fringe extreme, you know? Yeah, he didn't seem. I mean. 
he seemed crazy. I don't think he seemed stupid like that. I did not gather where like it's what I said earlier on the show where there's like different types of crazy and some crazy can be, you know, you're crazy on the inside, but like externally you seem kind of have it mm-hmm. together. And like, he didn't seem like his, he seemed fairly uh, like, I don't want to say articulate, but it was like, you know, he didn't, it wasn't like some like all over the place, non sequiturs. Like it seemed fairly well put together. Like if that was yeah. a fucking if that was your you know class project in like fucking white nationalism one hundred and one <laughs> or whatever the yeah. fuck I'm like I'm sure you'd get a decent grade. Like, yeah, well that's I, I they were just talking about like you know he should have been in the asylum and you know that kind of thing. I just thought it was uh it's like um ideology crazy. You know what I mean? It's yeah for sure. It's just like the idea of uh yeah like like just the stuff he was saying was insane. Like, he's like, I'm yeah. not against diversity. I just don't want them in here. And then, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the one thing I will say that did scare me about it was, is that it was well written enough. And the kind of like the, the point he was trying to make is that he's doing this so that other people copy him and do the same yeah. thing. And I'm just like, I read it and I go, the, I was like, I could see people reading this and then doing this because yeah, of well- this. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about the like the the right wing talking point is always um, oh more mental health treatment or oh you know that kind of thing, but um, it doesn't really seem like how how do you catch somebody who's you know well put together enough anyway like like that they could put together something like that. You know, I mean, you the, don't, and different... that's the that's the thing that nobody really wants to hear is that there's nothing you can do to stop this. Yeah. Right. Like, like everybody wants to have, you know, something horrific like this happens and you go, how do we prevent this? And you're just like, I got bad news. You're not going to, yeah. like, if someone wants to do this tomorrow, you're not going to stop this. Like, how, what are you going to put a fucking, uh, like armed guard in every grocery store in America? Like, what yeah. are you going to do? Well, and then on, at the same time, the, uh, you know, the other side solution is, oh, take all the guns. It's like, you, you realize there's like half a billion guns in, uh, that's in not, circulation. That's not a, I mean, that's like, that. that is a purely theoretical solution. Like for people who are honestly saying, oh, we need to take every gun. You're like, it's not happening. It's like, it's the, the toothpaste is out of the tube. It's, you're not putting it back in at this point. Um, yeah. It's just not, yeah. not going to happen. I mean, even, I mean, you could, and you could, you could, the fact that you could print guns, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. That and you can print guns now. And like, that's, that's the, the time for that solution is long, long gone. Like, yeah. yeah. If somebody's determined to kill a bunch of people, I mean, I have a hard time believing you'd be able to stop them getting that. You can't. And it's, I mean, it's what I said earlier on the show is that you can't stop them for one. You have no chance of stopping them. And two, take away guns and then they'll do what the kid in Toronto did. And he'll fucking rent a panel van. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, no, that's that's all I was calling it about. I just thought it was, just I hadn't hadn't heard anyone talk about that. I just thought it was crazy. Like, I mean, it's just insane. Even you know, sometimes sometimes somebody like Tucker Carlson will say something that's like you know uh, insightful or like makes sense, and then uh, and then you get times where it's just like, man, just straight uh, retarded turn to return to uh, you know the the most basic bitch talking points that you know. <laughs> like from 20 years ago that never fucking works. So. Yeah. I mean, again, none of them work the, the, like, yeah. but at the same time, you know, I, I guess the, the, the problem is, is like, you know, you can't have like the tolerance for this is generally zero, but then it's also unrealistic that 
this is going to happen at this point never especially in a country of you yeah. know 350 million people like yeah e even if it wasn't even in other countries they have things that happen they're just not gun crimes specifically yeah well anyway i mean that's that's pretty much all i was uh i was calling about but i like uh i like watching your show and i watch you and uh, i watch the boys cast too so oh, I, cool, every man. every friday i look forward to that uh, it. at the end of my day so oh, yeah awesome yep. man thanks, anyway, for, thanks for calling bye yeah i mean the the easiest thing is to go oh mental health problem and you go yeah i don't know but yeah, someone says more guns. That might solve the problem. I'd like to see that that trial. Let's do a one year trial. Everybody mandatory guns. You have to have a gun. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Yo, yo, it's uh, the Hard Money Troll calling from parts unknown. What's up, Hard Money Troll? How you doing, buddy? Not not much. Tuned in probably about forty five minutes into it. Cool. Uh, just to get just get it out of the way. Uh, I'd like to first and foremost call out Matt Sancombe. I'm coming for you, Matt. You better watch yourself, bro. I'm coming. Matt doesn't uh, watch or listen then, to this, uh, sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's pretty scared. Uh, but anyways, uh, uh, just to bring it back to crypto, uh, you mentioned you had some money uh, tied up into Tether. And for those that don't listen, uh, the Hard Money's Million Dollar Podcast does NFT episodes, or they did before Danny yeah. lost all of his money and quit and whatnot. And yeah. There's a, a early episode where you uh, you traded your your way into what was referred to as life changing money. Uh, uh, it was a, it was a decent sum of money. Yeah, yeah. However much it was, uh, my question is: Was that the money that was tied? Was your winnings tied up into the whole tether game? Well, you, uh, some of it was. Yeah, some of it was. Was it significant? Uh, it wasn't, no, it wasn't super significant. No. Um, I uh, mean, yeah, yeah, it wasn't super significant. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm but I mean, I, I, I lost so, not so much, but I lost a, a, a nice, nice chunk with everybody else in the stock market. The last I mean, life changing money to me is like 500 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. American. Oh, yeah. Know? So it was, it was like a thousand I'm, Canadian. I'm, <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm actually pretty bullish right now, dude, because it's like what, uh, what our good buddy uh, Panda Marshank says, like, if you're crying, you should be buying. And I am fucking crying right now. Bro. Yeah. I, the I problem is, yeah, the problem is with the crying you should be buying, which is a, he, he's got all these good little sayings about the market or whatever. He goes, if you're crying, you should be buying. If you're yelling, you should be selling. But the problem is, is that everybody was crying three months ago. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, people. it's been something people, I mean, and you guys have discussed on the podcast, you know, uh, strategies on shorting it. You guys, it's just, you. how do you know when's the perfect time? You know, when, you know, yeah. things are all going to, like, cascade. That was the word you were looking for before. Cascade, cascade correct. Bro. That was the word you I was know? looking for. I got you, bro. I Thank got you. you. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm pretty bullish because I was reading an article earlier today about how, uh, like uh, a lot of these crypto platforms and stuff are like funding political campaigns. And I mean, we know how that sh gets shit done in America. So I'm expecting there at least to be, you know, as Enrique would say, melt up before the meltdown. Yeah. And uh, you just got to catch that 50 foot wave. And, you know, as soon as somebody else figures out how to manipulate one of these stable coins or what have you, like, we're just going to have another. Well, ride, the thing so. is, is that stable coins, the, there's the difference between the algorithmic, by the way, if people are listening, they're like, what the fuck am I listening to? Uh, but there's the difference between the algorithmic ones and the backed ones. And that's why the Luna thing like broke apart because it wasn't actually backed by anything. It was just like a 
mathematical kind of formula that kept it pegged at a dollar. Yeah, well, and there's like these relationships between some, you know, some of the coins are backed by like other stuff. And it's, you know, unless you really actually know what you're doing. But I think you and me and like a lot of the people that listen to the Hard Money's Million Dollar Podcast are just degenerate gamblers. So like, you know fucking those are the those are the uh the odds we play so yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's what you but, do but yeah that's just what i wanted to throw out but you know i got i got me some sixty thousand luna on the bounce you know yeah. so i'm just waiting for it to, i can't even <laughs> my exchange so. doesn't even let me buy it anymore they delisted oh, really? it yeah on uh ftx delisted it because oh. because people were talking shit to them about they're like hey why are you letting because it was programmed to literally go to zero like it was, it was actually like in hindsight, you go, this is the easiest short of all time. You're like, it was designed once this started to go to zero and then they were still letting people buy it. And then people were like giving them a hard time being like, why are you letting people buy it? Like they're, they're just burning money. And, and then they just removed it. Yeah. I don't know much about like the technical aspects of it. I've got dumb, dumb brains, yeah. but like, all I know is that right now everybody's crying about Luna so I should be buying you know, it. Be buying it, and you know, just to bring this full circle before I let you go to the next caller. Somehow Matt Sancombe lost money fucking shorting Luna. I'm aware he did. That happens. Well, I'll what? tell you how that happened because when you use high leverage, you get it, you. Nobody like if you just used one to one no leverage on shorting Luna, you're fine. But the problem is, is he was using twenty to one leverage or something. And so you just need like a 5% move against you. And it was so volatile. Like I was watching it one day and it was moving like 50% in an hour. So that's how, that's how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good, good burn on uh, Matt St. Combe right there. You really, you really nailed him with that sweet burn. Yeah. But uh, cool. I look forward to listening to the rest of the show. All right. Take care. Bye. All right. Yeah. Someone said back to Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got to go. I can't listen. Sorry, skeptic fucker. I honestly, I don't want this to be a crypto show. I'm not trying to make this a crypto show. It came up. People called in about crypto, but this is not a crypto show. Uh, and let's not talk about crypto anymore. Back to the Buffalo talk because we got a race war on our hands. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Valley Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, it's Craig again. Hey, I what's have up, a Craig? Buffalo hey, topic. Okay. Yes. So the, Okay. I'm sorry if this is like super bad to say, but like I didn't know the whole great replacement theory was like controversial until like now. Like, I mean, uh, if you boil it down, it's basically like immigrants vote Democrat usually or like their descendants. I think it's the insidious nature of it that it's I think the when you say it's like a conspiracy, like obviously in uh, like a nation like, you know, uh, here or Canada where I'm from, like, yes, the demographics are good. Like when I grew up, Canada was 80 something percent white people. Like it was so white. Like I was my high school had 1600 kids and I live it now. I go back to my hometown and it's very different. In, in, you know, one generation, essentially, right? But it's just like, it's not the fault of Canada that it was a white country. It just was. And then, you know, because they wanted to grow and because, you know, any country that wants to grow, they take immigrants who are come from non-white places. And then those people generally procreate more 
for whatever reason you can think of, but just like, you know, they do. And, but it's not like a, it's not a conspiracy that this is happening. It's just, yeah. it is happening. Yeah. I mean, like the whole, the whole idea is like demo immigrants vote Democrat Democrats favor immigrants because of it. And it's just like, yeah, uh, I, mean, I don't know if that's <laughs> t- true to be honest though. Like my, I don't know. My parents are immigrants. They're not Democrats. So oh, not, come on. Oh, the hell no. And, uh, you know, I know you go down to like, now granted, this is maybe not the best, but if you go down to Miami, like the Cubans, they don't vote for Democrats at all because they're worried that those Democrats will bring them closer to fucking communism. So they're like, we don't want any part of that. There's, you know, there are, I guess the idea is that, you know, immigrants will vote for Democrats because Democrats offer more like free stuff. And if, if they're like new to a country and they're on the lower end of like the economic uh, you know, totem pole or whatever, then that might appeal to them. But that's not like a, um, you know, that's not a guarantee, like a constant through a time. And then more importantly, but like, I don't think this is a, con- I think what he's saying is like, this is a concerted, like organized thing to, yeah. that like people legitimately are wanting to change the demographics of America. When in fact, you're like, they're just, they are changing. And yeah, you know, and again, and another thing that I don't know if it comes up in this thing, but I've, I think I spoke about this on a previous episode, but like they uh, like this whole economy that we have, like if you like new roads and new buildings, it requires more people. That's how yeah. this whole Ponzi scheme that is an economy works is that there has to be more people every year. And if they can't yeah. get it through births, then they have to get it through immigration. And if they don't do that, then you wind up in, you know, you wind up in a yeah. much less desirable I, I, spot. I think you were make I, you or Ryan made this point about Japan where Japan's just like, they'd rather just like, just, just, just wither away as a country into nothingness and just shrivel up than let like one Muslim in or something. Kind of. But at the same time, yeah. you're like, they're, they're, it's an impossible culture to like immigrate to. It's not, you know, it's. I work with a woman who. I always thought was Japanese. She speaks Japanese. She's born in Japan whole time, just pretty Japanese. And then she tells me she's not as like, she's, she went back recently and she's, she's not even a citizen there because her parents are from Korea and they moved to Japan. She's born in Japan and they don't even give her sin. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very difficult, difficult country to, uh, to get citizenship, uh, for, and like, yeah, all that stuff. It's, it's, they, 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 it's by design. Like they want to keep it like that, but you know, they're kind of, they have all sorts of problems because you know, they, they don't have, yeah, Japan's awesome, but like, yeah, they don't have, uh, a high birth rate and they're, uh, they don't really have a lot of immigration. So, but yeah, his whole yeah. thing with the yeah, the great replacement theory, I think it's it's just it's how you use it, I guess. I kind of felt like I was getting gaslit. It was just like, can you believe this great replacement theory stuff? Like uh, Well, uh, they were different. the problem is is that when stuff like this happens and it's kind of gross is that everybody you know, is like, how can I use this to benefit me? Yeah. Right? Like there's you know, and now like, you know, but you do see it where people are straight up just like, how can this benefit my thing? And so all the people on the left are like, oh, well, we're, you know, we're at odds with the people on the right constantly. So how, do we, how do we use this against them? And then, you know, they say, oh, well, they've talked about it. And but again, the question is, is like, is this a, is this something that's happening or is it a conspiracy? Yeah. And I think it's just something that's happening. Yeah. 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 Right. It's, 
can't uh, you can't uh, you know slow down the wheels of progress or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways, cool. Sounds good. I'll talk to you later. All right. Um. Yeah. What do you guys think about the Buffalo stuff? Any uh. Some people, a some people generally want to replace white. Great replacement theory is believed in mostly incels or betas with ugly wives. Troglodytes believe in that stuff. Yeah, I mean, again, in the theory that it's like a conspiracy. Hello, thanks for calling. Low value mail. Who am I speaking with? Whoa. Oh, hi. Is this Danny? Yes, this is Danny. Who am I speaking with? Hi. Oh, a big fan. Oh, hi. Okay. Hi. All right. First of all, uh, I'm Andy from Chicago. Hi, Andy. I saw you in Chicago with Ryan. Nice. And I, to be honest, man, I thought you were way funnier. And it, like, I love Ryan, but I don't know. You just like, you have me like busting at the sides. Oh, okay. Thank um, you. Man. I appreciate it. And well, yeah, uh, someone said a woman caller. Yes. Thank you for, we, we do not have enough diversity in, uh, in terms of female callers, but at the same time, I do understand it because our fan base is mostly well, male, but thank you for calling. Boys. I love the, yeah, I love yeah. all the stuff you guys put out and cool. Thank happy you. to be your token, uh, woman caller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the abortion, <laughs> but, the abortion episodes, we got a few. We had a few uh, female callers. Thankfully, I didn't want to be the fucking guy doing the abortion episode talking to other guys. Uh, but yeah, what do you what do you want to call in about? Okay, so something very tangential. Um, I was at a conference today, and it came up that I was recently married, and all the other women at the table immediately looked at my wedding ring, and I just want to know, like, what, what the fuck? Like, I I don't what, know. What, I thought we're beyond that. What and, do you mean looked at your wedding ring? Like for? They just wanted to like. They wanted to look like, like they just want to see it. Yeah. They want to like size it out. And like, I was at the gym this morning. Like this is the whole thing where they're like, give me your hand. And they're like holding your hand to look at it. No, they didn't get that creepy. Some have gotten that weird. And it's just like, oh God, it's gross. Anyway, they, they just like all immediately, like we were making eye contact. And the moment was like, oh yeah, I'm recently married. And I was like, congratulations and like immediately they all looked at my left hand really like, for the band and yeah, they're and, like, you, and they're looking to see like what the value of the ring i think so i don't i don't i guess that's what it is i guess the dowry is still in effect yeah I thought we we're beyond that yeah i guess uh, that's just <laughs> i guess that's just like women are hardwired for stuff like that i don't know yeah i don't know it was weird and then i got self-conscious but it's like i just was at the gym and i don't know i'm happy with what i got yeah is and it, i don't is it, I don't feel the need diamonds? to do that. I'm sorry, what? Is it a diamond ring? Yeah, I got some diamonds. Nice. So I you got, got some bling? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't... I, it got some hardware, so... Nice. Did you try uh, and, like, change... Did you try and change the subject? Um, No, they didn't say anything. It was, like, just something... They're all just like, looking. They're all kind of just mentally making a note. Yeah, no, they all gave, like, a quick, like, periphery check, like, oh, she won't notice my eyes just go cross-eyed for a sec. Yeah, like, that's, that's interesting <laughs> that you kind of uh, noticed that. I want, like, I wonder what that is. Yeah, I don't know if I'm, like, Are they comparing theirs? Is it just a straight keeping up with the Joneses where they're like, oh, that one's nicer than mine? Or like, I, I guess, I guess. Well, I get. I don't know. I, I don't know. They, I mean, they made me look at theirs. So maybe it's like a. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And so you looked at theirs. That, that is yeah. kind of a weird one. Yeah. But I mean, I guess that's the whole thing. You, you ladies got all tricked by the De Beers company to think that diamonds are <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I got a, I got some, some passed down. So oh, I that's mean, cool. Yeah. So luckily, I mean, wasn't you know, wasn't like uh, 
a lot up front, I guess. So oh, that, I paid more for for my husband's ring. What uh, progressivism? Yeah, yeah, that's that's very progressive of you to pay more for your husband's ring. Actually, very I don't, much he had so. to get a new one. Why is his ring got, so expensive? Like, I don't know. Gold's expensive, man. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Gold is <laughs> so, gold is expensive with that damn inflation. That's actually <laughs> my one thing that if I, if I get married, I don't want to wear a ring. You don't? Yeah. I I think the tattoo is kind of cool. I don't want to get a tattoo either. I just don't. I, I'm not a jewelry person at all. My, my dad's the same. I'm, like My dad doesn't wear his wedding ring ever. And uh, it's, it's an adjustment. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah. I guess you just have to sometimes. I don't well, know. I don't know, being in Chicago, like, I don't like the fact that I have, like, a theftable good on my finger. Yeah. Like, like I, I, honestly, I didn't wear it. I had to go down in, like, downtown, and I was like, uh, like, I'm good. Like, I will. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That <laughs> is a scary thing, to be honest. Like, I, uh, the, in New York, I've read a few things about people, like, you know, they'll be on, like, some fancy place on, like, the Upper East Side, some dinner, and then, like, people just show up, and they're, you know, they're just sitting on, like, at a table, like on a patio or whatever, and people just show up. And, you know, some people wear $300,000 watches on their wrists in New York. And, like, you know the type of people who, like, if you go to a certain area, Upper East Side or whatever, like, you know they're real, right? Like, they're, they're, yeah. they're not fake watches. No chance. And, you know, it's yeah. just like you, to have that amount of money that you can just fucking peel off. I'll, I guess maybe it's insured. I don't know. I, I, I could never get past thinking about that all the time, though. I don't know. You'd hope it it's insured, but I mean, yeah. regardless, I think that's how you get Batman, right? Yeah, exactly. That is how you get Batman. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? No, that was it. I okay. just like I don't know. I watched your show, and I was like, oh shit, I could call him. So yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you calling in. That's uh, that's what we like to do. We like to get people calling in. Well, thanks very much. All right, thanks. thanks take care. Appreciate it. All right, bye. Bye. It's a female caller, and someone just asked. And no, I have not been on Pod Awful. I keep seeing people ask that. I've not been on Pot Awful. All right, we got another caller. Hello. Danny. Chad. What's up, man? Third Danny, time's man. a charm. Yeah, man. I don't know if I'm calling in too much, but Oh, that's nah, all good. I mean, if, if people else want to call, then they gotta uh they gotta be quicker on the butt on the dial, you know? Yeah, man. You know, I got my finger on it. <laughs> but um Yeah, man. I uh I heard you was talking about the Waukesha place up. Earlier, yeah, you had, you had said Waukesha. Now I don't know. I think it's Waukesha, 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 Waukesha. That's actually what I wanted to make sure, like that you were just trying to pronounce the name correctly, because there's a pretty, pretty popular song by an artist called Money Bag Yo. <laughs> It's called Waukesha, and I, I didn't know if you was making a joke. I was not that. making a joke, and I was not making a joke. My. uh yeah, my my knowledge of hip hop is not that uh, good. What was the guy's name? Uh, oh, it's uh, Money Bag Yo. Money Bag Yo. No, I don't know that. What's his in reference to? Uh, that would be in reference to Lean. Oh, walk. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he calls it's in Lean reference to Lean. Gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Why it's called Waukesha? Well, because uh, essentially there's a. Uh, what in short, there's all the all the names of the lean are essentially like where they come from. So I guess the people that make it are called Waukesha. Oh, okay, whatever. got it. That's the company that makes them is Waukesha. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I didn't. I just don't know how to pronounce some American city names. I, I remember because I've only read it. I don't. I can't remember if I've actually heard it. So then I was as I was talking about it, I was like, 
in the moment. But no, I don't know Waukesha. Right, right. No, nah, that's cool. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I I heard you talking about the one shooting, but I didn't hear you talking about the other shooting. I wanted to which talk other about, shooting? Uh, oh, in the, the in the the church, right? Yeah, yeah. That was another one. I forgot about that one. There's so many yeah. shootings. The one in in California. Yeah, well, yeah. I actually didn't even know where it happened, but I just know that that it did happen, and it was Taiwanese people. Yeah, yeah. well, no, that was a Chinese person. Yeah, I totally forgot about this one. So that was a Chinese person who went and he shot up Taiwanese people because I guess, like, you know, they they have their beef, China and Taiwan, because Taiwan is like we're our own country, and then China's like you belong to us. And right. then, you know, and everybody's saying because of this Russia thing that the next thing is going to be China invading Taiwan. And, uh, and you know, it's just it's one of those things where everybody has beef with everybody else because I, I always like joke about this. But, you know, if you're your run of the mill person in America, you don't know the difference between a Chinese and a Taiwanese person. Well, not not just on seeing them, like yeah, not uh, just on seeing them, but not even like much. Uh, even if you started talking to them, you wouldn't notice. But then they fucking probably hate each other. You know, true. They yeah. hate each other as much as that fucking kid in Buffalo hated anybody he killed. As much as he hated Jews, they probably hate each other. You know, they're just like everybody hates each other. Right, right. It's just everybody just it's just a human condition. And now, obviously, to the point where you go and do something fucking crazy. That's, right. That's, that's, that's I feel a little. I feel a little Ben Shapiro y because I want to point out the fact that I really haven't heard too much coverage on that one. But I hear all the coverage about the alleged, you know, the the white supremacy. Well, that one, yeah, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Well, it's just like it's like nobody cares, you know? It's just it's not even nobody cares. That's kind of cold, but it's just the that's not the exciting angle. Uh versus like, you know, the, the this one is like the guy had a automatic weapon, manifesto, like white guy. This was just like some old Chinese guy went and shot up a, you know, and I think one, one person died versus 10 people and they hogtied him. He was an older guy? Yeah, he's like an older guy who, he, I don't know the exact reason. And the thing is, you kind of never find out because like unless you really, really care, they, it, it's instantly out of right. the news cycle. Right, right, because they're not going to update the story at all. They just leave it into like, yeah, exactly. Know. Like the the honestly, the details will come out in court when the guy goes to trial, and that'll right. be in a year. And at which point, nobody will care at that point. Like, you know, they're like, oh, it turns out it was a hate crime, and you go, and you know what? He might be charged with a hate crime. It's not impossible. Like, it's certainly possible that he'll get charged with a hate crime. And I don't really see how that's not a hate crime. Well, it is, but it's just like the, the all hate crimes are not cr created equally in terms of the media. Like, there's uh, well, in terms of the media, but the justice system is something different. No, the I justice mean, like, system for sure is something different. But in terms of the media and you know the ones that they want to run with, you know, it's just it's like the Gabby Petito thing, right? It's like girls go missing all the fucking time. Right. Every single day, a girl goes missing. Why, why do we not care about those ones? There was just something about her, all the parts of her thing that people go, oh, this is tragedy right. and, you know, gripping the nation. Right, right. You know, and if she was like a fucking, you know, Native American girl, nobody gives a shit. Oh, she was Native American? I no, I'm saying she... if she was, if she was, instead, oh, of like, oh. instead of like a fucking blonde white girl, you know? I'm about to say you never know. You know, some white people be saying they're Native American. And oh yeah, they do. I'm looking at you, fucking Elizabeth Warren. Um, <laughs> all right, anyways, cool. Thanks for calling, buddy. All right, man. Thank all right, cool. You.
All right, we're going to keep the phone lines open. We're going to do another uh, few minutes here. If anybody wants to call in, the phone lines are open for, we'll do another like 10 minutes or so because I started late because I'm a fucking idiot. Hello. Thanks for calling in. Yo, it's the uh, hard money hard troll. troll. What's up, man? I, man, I, we just got I, all I the really... fucking, we got a lot of repeats. A lot of people getting riled up listening to the show. Yeah, sloppy seconds, bro. Sloppy seconds. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of said that when I called earlier. I kind of just had tuned in. Sorry to piss all those people off for talking crypto. But yeah, yeah. We're gonna be, if we're going to be talking some shooting, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to chime into that last call. That last one was in your like, neck of the woods, right? The the church shooting that was in california area uh i don't know aren't i allegedly a canadian communist no (laughs) allegedly uh but yeah so it's interesting about that how uh basically like it seems like it's, it's so interesting how like that one's not getting talked about a lot but usually the one the shootings that get talked about a lot are the ones that come with like uh them sort of trying to push a certain narrative which is usually the narrative of like repealing gun laws and whatnot for sure well Uh, and that's that is another one where it's like that shooting was the i think i don't think the guy used some crazy weapon he didn't modify it or you know use different uh yeah but i mean even if he did i mean i don't understand what inherently changes it other than just you know the body count but yeah i mean it's interesting how like the media really pushes those shootings that like have a narrative because it's like dude how many fucking shootings happen every week in south central and la that are like black on black crimes what what's that old uh i don't know if it's a ice cube or ice tea quote but it's like it, like uh like white guy murders a white guy murder one white guy murders a black guy murder two and then like black guy uh murders a black guy just another uh bleep dead you yeah, know yeah yeah so, so it's kind of like you know. Yeah, I mean, it's there's wokeness. it's just from narrative from a narrative perspective, they know. Like, I honestly think if CNN tried to make this church shooting their like, you know, main thing, they just kind of someone has a takes the pulse of how much people care, and they yeah. know what people will care more about, especially their viewers. They know that like, or just what they can get people to watch. You I know? mean, it's yeah, like, for sure. And you but, know, yeah, I mean, I just think there's it's more. The most... And the thing is, everybody in America knows about the history between white and black people, right? So then, oh, they, sure. so then they are like, oh, this is like a, just a further well, maybe injustice, actually. Well, but you know what I'm saying? They even have a, some people have a cursory understanding, like white good, black, or you know, bl- sorry, uh, black good, white bad, and you know, th- that's like how it is. But nobody knows if you go, who's who's the bad person in the Taiwan Chinese thing? People are like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's I don't know. I don't know. Like, it, it could easily, you know, you find out about it. And you go, oh, that guy was actually the shooter was the good guy. Yeah. yeah right? You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go, oh, exactly. the shooter was actually the good yeah. guy. <laughs> in, in, yeah, I would love, I'd love to actually figure out a way how to turn that scenario into, oh, no, he was actually the good guy. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just saying it's not, it's not as like, there, there needs to be more exposition in that scenario oh. to explain what's going on and where you know this, yeah, it's this just is super dastardly that like when when the a tragedy happens and like certain people's knee-jerk reaction is like how they can capitalize on it yeah uh i just think that's the most disgusting fucking thing but you know if if we're really serious about like 
stopping it. We wouldn't cover it because, like, you know, dude did something, wrote a manifesto because he wants you to understand it. But, like, you know, you, you're just running these stories because, like, yeah, you're, for sure. Did you see the did you see the, the dead the dead spin article that they did yesterday? No, fucking nuts headline. It said white fans were entertained by black athletes. White fans were entertained by black athletes a day after a racist killed black people in Buffalo. This is what white supremacy looks like. And then it's just a photo of the NBA center court. I thought white supremacy was like going on hikes. Well, it depends. But it's just also (laughs) you're like dead spin. You're like fucking scumbags. Yeah, I can't say I'm too familiar about Deadspin, but yeah, yeah I mean, if we're going to be reading somebody's manifesto, maybe we should read Christopher Dorner's, you yeah. know? The yeah, LCD yeah, I remember that was fucking, that was, yeah, yeah. yeah. You he know, was, people are always saying, fuck the police, and then one goes around and does something like that. It's like, ah, that's a bit of a conspiracy that. too, right? Isn't there a lot of oh, yeah. shit with that where they're like, he, uh, there's a lot of stuff with that, right? Like, I mean, I don't know about conspiracy, but it's literally like if you were going to be somebody who's like pro, uh, I don't even know what you'd say to say, I want to say like BLM or, you know, defund the police or whatnot. It's like, dude, like the guy was a police officer who like tried to change the system from within and then just like, all right, well, didn't work. Yeah, going full yeah. vigilante. Yeah. So. I mean, maybe not every manifesto shouldn't should or shouldn't be read, but like you know, if if what you're trying to do is like curb more shootings, uh, and it just seems like publicizing them is a bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. again, like that manifesto. I like I said earlier, I read it and I go, I I wouldn't be surprised if you see some sort of copycat based on the fact that like he urges people to do the same thing he did. And I mean, he, I'm I'm glad you have that much time because I'm. Super caught up in this Johnny Depp trial. Oh yeah, I don't like, care about I'm, Johnny Depp. Trial. Watching, I read, I read for, for five minutes of the manifesto, but no, I, 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 oh, of the manifesto now of the court trial. Yeah, yeah, because I'm watching every day in its entirety. Because right. you know, I'm yeah, done yeah. with the, the war of Ukraine. I'm done with COVID. It's all about Johnny Depp now, bro. So maybe <laughs> next week, maybe next week, you know, your episode can be about Johnny Depp and the Amber Heard trial, and I'll. Uh, and I'll be able to call in again without people getting upset about me. All right, cool. All right, thanks for calling, buddy. Later. All right, bye. Okay, uh, that was the hard money troll. Uh, all right, I'll leave time for one more call if someone wants to call in. Otherwise, we are going to wrap this bad boy up. If you want to call in, call in. Otherwise, forever hold your peace. Uh, what time is it? It is 11 to 5. All right, we got 90 minutes out of this bad boy. I'm oh all right we got one call this is the last call of the night I'm gonna flip off the phone lines are open thing hello thanks for calling low value mail Danny what's going on how is it going so we got another shooter huh well I mean there's always there's you always... said you read part of the manifesto you sly dog how'd you even get your hands on that it was all over Twitter people were like it was like news outlets were like linking it on Twitter. Fuck. I looked at articles, but I didn't see anything linking it. Uh, I mean, I just go on Twitter and just search Buffalo Shooter Manifesto, and it'll come up. It's, All I've seen it's is 180 just pages. Like, oh, yeah. I see, I've just seen people taking, like, screenshots of it to, like, say, like, oh, he's this or he's that. I mean, he's, like, the, the, yeah, reasons. I mean, he's, yeah, he's a racist psychopath for sure. He literally says, am I racist? People are like, Do you, are, you, are you racist? He's like, yes. 
Yeah, apparently he expects to either, like, he thinks we'll free him one day. Like, good job, dude. Oh, that's what he thinks is they'll, they'll, like, he'll be this martyr and then eventually when... Yeah, his idea is, apparently he says, this is what I wanted to see because this is just what I've seen people say. But he said that either I'll die in prison or I'll be freed as a hero to the people. Yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath there, pal. Um, Interesting, Apparently... Most of it was copy pasted from the Christchurch shooter, though. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Supposedly, that's what they said on uh, Breaking Points. The Gar mentioned. I don't know if you watched that. Yeah, I, 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 I tune in occasionally. Um, yeah, this was the first manifesto I've ever read. To be honest, this is the first one that I, I've actually looked at. Uh, was but, it impressive? Were you I mean, wild? it was 180 pages. True. Something, but I guess. Apparently, of like of not like nonsense, but yeah, if it's all copy and paste, it looked like a, honestly, it looked like a school report, like if you were doing right. like a pro- class project or something. That's what it looked like. Well, he was like eighteen or something. He's yeah. young, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, and everyone's talking about the Great Replacement. The Great, yeah, as that, a, that, that's as a result com- of this guy doing it because he's afraid of the white population. I don't know. Um, no, he's not, he's not afraid. What do you he's make a- of that? What do you, what do you think of that? Of what? The great. I mean, I'm not white, but as a white guy, what do I think of the great replacement theory? Not as like a theory itself, because I know. I mean, I, I mean, it's it. Like I said, I someone, white people's white people's population has gone down. Yeah, it's like because I looked at the census data. It's like the only race that has done that. So, I mean, they sort of have a point, but saying it's like an intentional thing. Oh, that's exactly what I, I said. It's like, so. it's not a conspiracy thing and it's not an intentional thing. It's just probably just it's like just a cheaper labor happening. thing. Yeah. They exa- just want people to come here to work for free. Exactly. For damn near free. Yeah. Like that's exactly what it is. Is that like, you know, it's a, the, a, the greatest economy in the world. So they need to import and cheap labor. You and you're not getting people, cheap. They don't even, they don't want to have kids themselves. So it makes sense that there's a drop in the for sure population. It's like white people are apparently there's a. I guess it's like a money thing. Apparently there's a study like as people get like higher up, more money, they're they're more likely to have like one kid and just invest a bunch in that instead of having multiple kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just depends like what family you're from or whatever. But I, I mean, generally, yeah, people from like who are you know my friends my age i have one friend couple who they have like five kids but everybody else has like you know one or two kids for the most part um but yeah i don't think it's some conspiracy theory i just think it's happening and i don't i i but you know but again he doesn't what you make yeah he he thinks it's some conspiracy theory but at the same time he's also like he doesn't even see me as a white person thank you very much i can't use that at all but no i'm not no that's the thing so those crazy guys like that they're like i'm not white they're like Jews aren't white, but then I was, I used to have a joke about it where I'm just like, they're like Jews aren't white. And then I'm like, but when it comes to fucking getting cast in like a TV show or something, I'm, I'm as white as right, it gets. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm, you can try to like bring up the Holocaust somehow. I check zero boxes. Uh, I check zero boxes. Anyways, anything else you wanted to call in about? Anything to talk about? Uh, no, that's about it, man. Okay, cool. I'm going to wrap this bad boy up. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. No All right, take care. All right. That's been the show, everybody. Thank you very much, everybody who's still watching, still listening, tuning in on Rumble, YouTube, Reddit. Uh, I'm an honorary white. Thank you very much. Uh, I am tired. I'm a little I'm a little tired. Um, thanks very much for 
everybody tuning in. I will see you all next week. And if you want to join the Patreon and catch the episode tomorrow, 1230 p.m. Eastern time, there's still time to do that. Patreon.com slash low value mail. I will see some of you then. Otherwise, I will see the remainder of you next Tuesday night. Good night. Good night.